Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk, on AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM, Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV. You can also see me on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify with your ears, as well as Audible. And when I download the app at rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com, got uh, so much to get to. Who knew that New Mexico was going to be so popular? Uh, the governor has called in Alv, absolutely everybody, and that's where we're going to go ahead and uh, kick it off today. As uh, you should definitely change the prices on the rockoftalk.news so you guys can follow along. Five bucks a day, 50 bucks a year, 16 cents a day for 1600 here in the Kiva. You can follow along uh, with the show. It is a uh, fabulous day despite it being uh, very cold. You can just feel the energy of everything really changing, the excitement building. Uh, one for Mark Ronchetti, the other one for Yvette Harrell. Nicole Chavez, uh, you now have uh, commercials out there with Paul Pacheco, which is pretty awesome, and Greg Cunningham, and uh, anybody else that uh, happens to be running out there, you guys are going to benefit from those four people, uh, really those three people with their campaigns, their commercials, and getting people to vote Republican here in the state of New Mexico with 12 days left until election season. Folks, get your butts to the polls. Make sure that you uh, decide to go ahead and vote. We got 65 days left here in 2022, 300 today of the year, a nice 300 there. As always, we like to get started with the uh, starting points. If you got the newsletter, you are on your way. Our poll question for today, which will permeate the entirety of this program today, feel free to go ahead and uh, answer up at rockoftalk.news. In general, how connected do you feel to people? A lot of people go into the dark part of the uh, you know year. The Days are shorter, right? The nights are longer. It is colder. And then there's the holidays. So people start to feel a little bit of separation right about this time, right? And, you know, I'm always, I, there's a little link that you can click on where you can see, you know, where the planets are, where the moons are, that type of thing impacts you. So by connected, I mean, how close do you feel to people emotionally? 40% right now, very connected. 60% fairly connected. And then nobody answering a little or not at all connected important for you guys to go ahead and uh, get on out there. And we're going to focus on Joe Biden. Our five questions uh, for today, ladies and gentlemen, does Joe even know that he is lying? Well, we're going to talk about why he doesn't know that he's lying and that he is pathological. We'll talk about how oil prices will never get below 70 bucks again by design, regardless of who is president and where our gas prices actually lower. Nice top of the hour news there by USA Networks. Uh, also, should cities be housing the homeless at the top of the second hour in hotels. We'll talk about how that is a bad strategy and what the city of Albuquerque is actually doing and they're doing across the country as LA is trying to get a new mayor in uh, here in the city of Albuquerque. A few hotels, they're occupied by mostly homeless people and they give them these vouchers and we'll talk about how that works and why that's just a bad idea. In fact, you want to know where all the homeless people go? Uh, yeah, the remainder of those hotels that are uh, occupied they are occupied by none other than the homeless people. They soak up all that stuff. And it's why you see a high level of concentration of murders and rapes and drug overdoses at these uh, various hotels. And the congregation of many of these homeless people will continue on that. Remember, it's crime and economy. Crime and economy that has to be our focus uh, for us to get out of the next 12 days. Dumb question for you all, because we all know the answer. 
Do open borders directly lead to more drugs? Of course they do. We'll talk more about how uh, that happens. And finally, to kick off the third hour, how do you push back against Agenda 2030 and the World Economic Forum? Well, you got the big liar coming into town, the big lie of Agenda 2030, and the head liar, the the liar-in-chief, Joe Biden, in next Thursday. He has no idea what he is even talking about, uh, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, all the people around him, including Kamala Harris, They've been lying, lying, lying as long as they have been in office. Take a listen at this uh, nice little montage as uh, that has been assembled. And let me just kind of rifle off a few of the, the quick and dirty uh, lies that have been uh, most recently put out there by Joe Biden. Student loan forgiveness is passed. I got it passed by a vote or two, and it's in effect. That was two days ago. That's a lie. The average federal income tax paid by the richest Americans is 8%. If you're a cop, a teacher, a firefighter, union worker, you probably pay two to three times that. That's a lie back on July 13th of this year. Uh, how about this one? Back in June, gun manufacturers are the only industry in the country that have immunity from lawsuits. Well, we know what happened to Remington. That's a lie. How about back in May when President Biden took office, there was no vaccine available. Also a lie. Yeah, there was a vaccine available, buddy, when you got into office. And uh, finally, back in April, You couldn't buy a cannon when, in fact, the Second Amendment passed. He has no idea what he's talking about. And I'll give you one more. I've been in and out of Iraq and Afghanistan over 40 times. That is a complete and total lie. The Biden administration has been lying since day one. As long as they've been moving their lips, you've been hearing lies from everybody from Kamala Harris to Jen Psaki. Lies, lies, lies. So we are happy to welcome uh, President Joe Biden here into Albuquerque next Thursday as he uh, continues. We've got a liar in chief here in the state of New Mexico, Michelle Lujan Grisham. She can't even say certain people's names. We've got a liar uh, liar in chief in the White House as well. So when those two get together, we're going to see everyone see right through them. Back at the uh, great Betty King, Spanish Harlem, and standby me recorded this day during his first solo recording session for Athletic Records way back in uh, 1962 years ago. Uh, on this day, also on this day, Amy Comey Barrett. Well, let's welcome into the Supreme Court family, formerly sworn in as the Supreme Court's ninth justice, or both administered in private by Chief Justice John Roberts, replacing RGB. There we go. We got the ACB, RGB, and uh, uh, or or BG. I don't know. But, uh, are we talking about the television? <laughs> uh, interesting little uh, fact here: Comey Barrett and uh, Roberts. Uh, Comey was on the 29th or the 28th of January, Robert's on the 29th. The 27th, 28th, 28th, 29th, a day apart, 17 years apart. So John Roberts is uh, 17 years uh, his senior, her senior. So uh, there you go. Little little fact there because all we have are lies, lies, lies coming from our president and our governor. In fact, these are going to sound very similar to each other. And I'll tell you how this is all pathological. And, uh, and this adds up to you know kind of a, a medical conclusion at the very same time. He also said back in December of last year, I've been against that war in Afghanistan from the very beginning. That's false. I used to drive a tractor trailer. I only did it for part of the summer back in December of last year as well. No, that is completely false. And, of course, you all know this. The number of small businesses is up 30% compared to before the pandemic. Also false. Doesn't Michelle O'Hungerson sort of tell that very same thing? I think he says that with regard to restaurant industry. Uh, no governor in Virginia has ever won when he or she is the same party as the sitting president. Boy, he doesn't even know that. So let's uh, kick it off uh, from there, shall we? Because 
it doesn't get any better for uh, old 46, um, and he is old, and it doesn't look good for him making it much past the year. Uh, it looks like even other people are now starting to say that it's going to be such a landslide and his inability because of how he's hurt, his popularity rating, if you will, or approval rating is less than 40% right now. Uh, very similar to Michelle Lujan Grisham. I mean, if those two are going to get together and decide that they're going to, you know, create something out of uh, less than 50% approval rating, it ain't happening. The renewal on their contracts looks slim to none. He doesn't know that he is lying and all sort of, Tell you how. So pathological liars tell compulsive lies without a clear motive. Sort of like Joe, right? You just you don't know why he's lying. He just makes stuff up as he goes along. It's different than non-pathical lying, where the lie is often beneficial in some way. Then they sort of pile on one another. Okay. A key feature of the pathological lie is that it has no obvious motivation. It's usually possible to determine why someone has told a lie, okay, like the small motivation so as to benefit themselves, to avoid an embarrassing or social situation, but pathological lying occurs for no clear reason and does not seem to benefit the individual in any way. In fact, when you call him out on it, it hurts him every single time. Uh, pathological lying can make socializing difficult and lead to significant interpersonal problems with loved ones and colleagues. Uh, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, I mean, that whole blow up in their family life, the causes of something called fascistious disorder are unknown. And that might be one of the things that he might have. It's a form of Munchausen syndrome, right? The constant victimization. When you lie about another person, you might've heard about that uh, Munchausen syndrome and suddenly the woman has killed three of her babies, but she keeps getting more and more attention the more babies she kills, right? Is when someone lies about another person having an illness, it is most common in mothers who feign illness in their child and lie to a doctor about it but also uh, arrives in personality disorders. And this is where you start to look at this and you start to understand that, okay, there is an illness here. It includes inappropriate social behavior, sniffing hair, lack of empathy, right? Joe Biden doesn't give a crap about anybody that is outside of the Democrat party. Loss of insight into the behaviors of others oneself. I think that's the biggest one. Uh, constantly enabling his son, right? Compulsive behaviors, boredom, agitation. He seems quite agitated uh, at times, okay? Now, here's the uh, how to cope with someone who is a pathological liar. Well, here's the funny part, and it has to do with some level of anxiety here. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to find the part where it says that he is senile, ironically enough. It's right in. Okay, here we go. A case study of one person showing signs of pathological lying found that their behavior patterns were similar to those that can occur in Frontotemporal dementia. Frontotemporal dementia. It's a form of dementia that affects the frontal and temporal brain regions and causes changes in behavior and language. Isn't that exactly what we have been seeing with Joe Biden? I think we could all, you know, put our hands up and say, absolutely, yes. Okay, so let's let's get to the policy part. Okay, so now he's running around saying that he's cut the deficit. He's, he's trying to say that he's saving money. And every week, it's another gaffe and it's easy, low-hanging fruit, easy things to show him up on, okay? Biden's fiscal year budget calls for $1.505 trillion of welcome deficit reduction, okay? He's claiming that he is saving, and that is not what's happening because it's real easy to talk about why the deficits are happening. What did we have? We had COVID relief. There's a graph right there at rockoftalk.news. 
The main source of falling deficits is the expiration of COVID relief, such as enhanced unemployment benefits and recovery rebate. The remaining decrease is largely the result of strong income growth and high inflation. Prior to the passage of the rescue plan, the CBO estimated the 22 deficit would total 1.6 trillion, meaning 1.06 trillion, meaning the White House latest estimates of the 2022 deficit is $365 billion higher than projected when the president took office. So he's actually made it worse when you factor in the budgets that were negotiated, I think, at three and one trillion. The graph is uh, right there on the daily fives. In fact, it went in 2020 is 3.1 trillion. In 2021, it was 2.8 trillion. In 2022, with COVID relief ending 1.4 trillion and 2023 at 1.2 trillion. Deficits are coming down due to COVID relief ending. And of course, Tucker covered this on Daily Caller. I'm just going to call Daily Caller what it is. It's like uh, the notes for uh, (laughs) Tucker Carlson. And that's exactly what they go to. He writes, the president has touted the deficit reduction claim in his speeches, calling it the largest one-year drop in American history. Okay, so to the low-information voter, they're immediately going to think that, oh, Biden's doing a good job. Look what he's doing. He says the deficit has come down both years that I've been in office. Biden has also adopted a new messaging campaign before the midterms, warning that Republicans will crash the economy if they win in November, and the Republicans in Congress have a very different vision than that of deficit reduction. Okay, all all signs point to the fact that this is just a reduction in the COVID relief. So it's another lie, except for this one is concocted as opposed to something that's sort of flying off the sleeves of Joe Biden. The New York Times has even written about this. October 14th, 2022. Biden, storyteller in chief. I don't know about a backhanded compliment there, but that seems just outright insulting oh story show he's a great storyteller look at him look, look at the things he's saying spins yarns that often unravel the sub the sub headline is president biden has been unable to break himself of the habit of embellishing narratives to weave a political identity can you see the divorce can you see the coffin being opened up to put joe biden in as quickly as possible on his political career say hey joe you got to retire buddy we we don't know what else to do with you we're trying to do our very best to keep you alive and well, but you just keep stepping in it. Just keep sticking that ice cream cone in. And by the way, what's the ice cream place where Joe's going to stop by? Uh, I'd like to know where that's going to be. For more than four decades, the Times writes, Mr. Biden has embraced storytelling as a way of connecting with his audience, often emphasizing the truth of his account by adding, not a joke. However, his instances of exaggeration and falsehood fall far well short of those predecessors who during the four years in office delivered what Washington Post fact checker called a tsunami of untruths. Who are we referring to? Donald Trump. Mr. Biden's fictions are nowhere near that scale. They are emblematic of how the president over nearly five decades in public life has been unable to break himself of the habit of spinning embellished narratives and telling outright lies sometimes only loosely based on loose facts that weave together his political identity, charming people, as they provide political ammunition for Republicans eager to tar him as a far too feeble to run for re-election in two years. That's the epitaph. It's over for Joe. If Michelle Lujan Grisham wants to bring him to go ahead and help him along, 
help her along for the gubernatorial campaign, by all means, welcome him in. There's going to be so many protesters. After you saw what Ron Petty's crew did to um, Michelle Lujan Grisham when Kamala Harris came in, you know, that large digital display board calling out the Me Too movement, saying, hey, Kamala, how come you're not sticking up for James Hallinan or anything else? Those are the types of tactics you're going to see next Thursday. It's going to be all-out war next Thursday between the protesters and President Joe Biden coming at his most unpopular. Back in three, you and me here in the Kiva. All right. I'm seeing about maybe 434 here in the Kiva. The frames, at least that back in 1964. All right. So uh, you know that he's a pathological liar. He's coming into town. A lot of people are him, and uh, you guys are having some fun. Uh, I do love this. Uh, hi, Eddie. This is Nancy. I cannot believe that MLG is so delusional that she thinks Biden's going to help her. I think she'll hurt, will hurt her. Oh, well, that's her deal. I don't care whether he comes or not. Poor guy. I feel sorry for him. I think many people do. Right? They'll just push that guy out. He's uh, the local fetterman that they're going to bring in. I don't care whether he comes or not. Poor guy. I feel sorry for him in a way because he doesn't even know what's going on. If those around him, I should feel sorry for the way they put him through this anyway. I just had to say, thanks so much. You're doing a great job. And I'm so sorry you're having to do it all by yourself. But, oh, you're doing great. Yeah, I was doing it by myself before, to be quite honest. And, you know, I turn on the mic here and, you know, back and forth. That's kind of what I did. Uh, just today, lying Biden said gas was $5 when he took office. Lie. It was two eighty. We're going to get into gas prices right now. This is going to be fun. Uh, Van says, uh, where are they going to be next Thursday? I'll get all my Trump 2020 people out there. Uh, once we find it, I would listen to Matt. I would listen to Casey. I'd listen to Dinah. You know, they'll be uh, out there in full force uh, as well, or at least directing traffic. I think that's the thing that we can uh, definitely talk about. So let's talk about these uh, gas prices. Uh, before we do, by the way, on this day, back in 1787, Alexander Hamilton, the big writer of the Federalist Papers, also the New York Post, this uh, rag in the country, the first of the Federalist Papers, a series of essays calling for the ratification of the United States Constitution, was published on this day way back in uh, 1787. And we've got shortages that are happening, right? Diesel shortages. We know that we have the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, and we know that where we're at, we've used 177 million barrels. It's insane what we're doing. They're literally trying to ruin the country. You've got comments like, someone needs to remove Joe Biden immediately before he destroys everything. We're not going to have a strategic oil reserve. I told you at the rate in which we store. If not, go back to rockoftalk.news. Get into the archive. You can see all that stuff yesterday. Great article, an American thinker that I uh, added uh, to the rockoftalk.news that you have to see so that you understand that we are running out of the strategic petroleum reserve. It's not good. We are not in a good situation. The Democrats are about to ruin this country forever, all to win the 2022 election. We've already won the House. I've already told you it's 227, 208. The Senate looks like it's 5240 at a minimum. Okay, I'm still, you know, 5149, 5248, definite, right? Could go as high. Some people are saying 5545. I don't see that happening. But hey, if you want to be that optimistic, that's cool. Democracy in the 2022 midterms from MSNBC. Boy. These liberals, they get together and they spin their truths. This is Senator Whitehouse. Uh, take a listen to uh, this guy spin the lies as well. This is delusional. This is what mental illness sounds like 24-7. Okay, let's stop there. What have they done to lower cost for consumers? 
Okay, we have inflation. Over the last year, it's been averaging over eight, eight and a half percent. On an annualized basis, we've gone as high as 9.1. All right, it is on fire. Many states are experiencing double digit inflation. I don't know where New Mexico ranks, but I'm going to go look. I'm going to have a good conversation tomorrow with the Real Grande Foundation's Paul Guessing. He'll be stepping in the five o'clock hour. We'll be talking about inflation. Okay. We're going to be talking about how it impacts things because it's about the crime. It's about the economy. These are measurable things. But right now, everything is so expensive. Heck, why do you think you're down there at city council begging for rent control? Inflation, folks, inflation. The Democrats are on the record for doing nothing but spending more and more money, printing more and more money. That's what they're doing. And ensuring that you're masked up, vaxxed up, and we're in a constant DEFCON 5 situation. When? After the election? After we you, you, you cash it in again? I, I, when does this take place? You've had two years. You've had the House. You've had the Senate. You've had the executive. Things have got worse for the last 780 days that you guys have been in office. What What have we got from you guys? Oh. Big pharma, big corporations, big oil, right? Uh, we're, we're so corrupt over here. False. That's false. First off, with a distinguished name like White House, people should know that voice, right? You could leverage that to the hilt. I mean, he is all sorts of non-personality, non-anything. I think he's from Rhode Island, Democrat out of uh, Rhode Island. So let's get to, you know, the basis of, of this whole thing. Now, remember, let's focus on the records historically. Republicans have presided over recessionary years because they've had to come in and they get elected after the Democrats mess things up every single time, okay? Not to mention Democrats preside over wars, right? Truman, you know, Johnson, you know, th that's definitely what, what happens, okay? Clinton, you, know, you have these things that happen during those times, those wars. Not a warmonger is Donald Trump, right? <laughs> Certainly uh, during Reagan, we, we battened down the hatches, had to battle inflation. You know, we haven't been inflationary that high since back in 1981. And that was something that Reagan inherited from Carter, okay? had to deal with that. So let's just talk about the low information voters economic reference, and that would be gas prices. And okay, I'm going to vote for a Democrat because of this, or I'm going to vote for a Republican because of gas prices or whatever. So let's look over gas prices over the last hundred years. Let's adjust, let's adjust for inflation. Okay. When you factor in inflation, gas prices weren't much different a hundred years ago than they are today on average. In some cases, it was actually more expensive in the past. The second lowest gas prices of all time were during a Democratic term when Bill Clinton was the president. Democrats also had the second and third highest gas price averages overall. So I'm going to give you just the basic infographic and takeaway. And let's just pay attention to the numbers overall. Then I'm going to go to the one that is most recent and most notable. Okay. Will you pay more at the pump with the Democrat as the president or Republican? Now, we're, we're not talking about strategic oil reserves. We're not talking about what we're exporting. We're not talking about XL, Keystone. We're just simply talking about the number, okay? Because all of those are going to play into it, and all that has been politicized now, okay? They've taken the foot off the gas. They've accelerated. They've decided, you know, what they're going to do with it so that they can go ahead and engineer a win during the midterms. With both parties pointing the finger at the blame at one another, as you just heard from Senator Whitehouse, we analyzed the actual gas prices over more than 100 years after adjusting for the December 2020 inflation. We got a clear picture of the gas prices for each president and political party. Here are the results. Woodrow Wilson, 384. And we're going to go right on down the line. 403 for Harding. Boy, pricey. 
Calvin Coolidge at 335, Herbert Hoover at 384. You know, three of the four guys there, you know, pretty bad overall. I remember Calvin Coolidge was uh, Langston's favorite president. FDR at 278. Harry S. Truman, the S is for nothing, by the way. It's just an initial. 245. Dwight D. Eisenhower, 262. Good Republican right there. Oh, boy. John F. Kennedy, 266. JFK higher than Dwight D. Eisenhower. Lyndon J- Baines Johnson, 234. Richard Nixon, 201. Tricky dick, way to go. Gerald Ford, 249, a little high, uh, going back to Eisenhower. Jimmy Carter, 251. Ronald Reagan, back down to 239. George H.W. Bush, Republican, buck 97. Attaboy. George W. Bush, 264. Then you got Bill Clinton. Whoa, way low. Buck 73. Well, here it is. Here's the takeaway. Adjust Barack Obama for inflation. He's at 317. The fourth highest of all time. Donald Trump's at 257, which is below Eisenhower, but above Ford and Nixon. But overall, pretty, pretty low. So Democrat, Republican, the Democrat average is $2.69. Republican average is $2.79. Throw out the outliers, which, of course, is Bill Clinton during that time. And you have a better chance with Republicans. Back after a quick break here in the Kiva in three minutes. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. I don't want you and your family to suffer through another crash as so many have. So I'm giving a free personalized retirement report where you will see top-ranked strategies that pay you up to 40% more lifetime income than all regular plans. Visit us at safemoneyinfo.com. That's safemoneyinfo.com. Fill out the information and listen to us on Saturdays, Your Money Matters at 1130 a.m. Visit us at safemoneyinfo.com. That's safemoneyinfo.com. Get the Venturi Advantage today. The Venturi Realty Group's maximum marketing system is ready to get you top dollar for your home sale, meaning the time to sell your home has never been better. When you choose Venturi Advantage, you'll meet with market experts who will work hard to get you the most. Their agents go above and beyond to market your home, attract buyers, and work diligently to highlight all of those hidden features you've come to love about your home. Don't miss out on this exciting time when Venturi Realty Group can help you maximize your home's value. They also offer a sell-as-is program as well as a guaranteed sold program. You're sure to find a Venturi program that suits your needs. Need a place to go after your home sale? Venturi Group has you covered there as well. They can help you find the perfect new landing spot, not just in Albuquerque, but wherever you're headed. Unlock the true value of your home today with the top-rated number one team in New Mexico, Venturi Realty Group. Of course, an analysis of what your home could sell for in this market is always free. 505-448-8888. Get the Venturi Advantage today. That's 505-488-8888. 
8888. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Most of you have heard this ad a lot. I'm Greg Zanetti, and I believe those consequences are here now. We've hit the tipping point. Debt, inflation, interest rates all up. It's not the end of the world, but it's time to adjust. Just hang in there. It always comes back. Isn't a strategy. If you're concerned about your retirement accounts, call me, Greg Zanetti, or my business partner, Walt Benson, at 505-250-3754. We have solutions to this. Again, 505 250 Three seven five four. All right, let's head outside and uh, put things together, starting with the weather. Looks like it's going to stay a little bit brisk for the rest of the day. Yeah, the winds are blowing, and looks like well, mostly clear skies. Forty-six degrees across town right now. I twenty-five southbound. That's going to be really slow from. Uh, now Osuna all the way to Comanche, but at least accident-free. Now, if you were thinking, you know what, I need West I forty. That's going to be really busy. It's bulking up on the westbound side of I-40 right at the big eye. And that's just going to be solid brake lights all the way up to Coors. But at least accident-free. Just a lot of folks heading in the same direction. If your drive takes you on Paseo del Norte, that's also just about as heavy as you make your way west on Paseo from I-25 up to 2nd Street. And then it's going to stay heavy, but at least moving better as you wind your way up towards Coors. And, you know, nothing better than a great Mexican meal during the holidays. Get yours catered at Taco Tote. Huge tacos is where you go to get that done. We're up to date. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk. The boss there. I do not know where he did. The World Series kicks off tomorrow night, uh, ladies and gentlemen. For those people who are still watching the World Series, I guess uh, it's going to be uh, or Bregman is uh, still with the uh, Astros. But I think it's the Phillies and the Astros will kick it off tomorrow at uh, 6 p.m. And I know maybe you who are Yankees and Warriors fans are uh, pretty unhappy. Oh, by the way, our graphic for today, uh, oh, I should tell you why I'm playing Bruce Springsteen. Back in 75, he was on the cover of both Newsweek and Time on this day. The year I was born, 75. Uh, the graphic for today is the Kashkakatue, and that is the Tenkoff National Monument. Now, incidentally, it is still closed. It has been closed for a while. I'm not sure if you can get up there to hike. Uh, I hear that it's nice. I still have never sort of been uh, through there, but the Kashuka 2810 Rocks is our traffic for today, which you can find directly at rocketalk.news. You heard all about uh, gas prices. Of course, the Pueblos just came up the road about 45 miles before you uh, hit uh, the big hill, Lava Hata Hill uh, that, that is up there. Which um, If you go back and you look, there's a, a good thing on PBS called Colores, and it tells you like how they got up and down that hill. and it seems like that was the dividing line for the people who stayed from, from the Hispanics who have been here for 300 years, who stayed here in Bernalillo area, and then those that separated and uh, stayed up in Taos in Santa Fe. And I don't know, it's a, a really good thing. So here's the big takeaway off of gas, where you use a lot of gas going up and down that hill. I like to pass people because there's so many people who don't pull over to the side, so I have to pass them on the inside on La Bajada Hill. Don't, I'm, I know that you, you, you hate that um, as well, but you just can't wait to get up that hill so there have been spikes and dips in gas prices as you just heard okay but you remove the outliers and all that and it's better with republicans and i, I went to go ahead and, and average all of that but um you have the outlier being bill clinton their takeaway from drive safely when you look at the average as the factor of the inflation there is the difference between democratic and republican presidents with just 10 cents difference between the two it's clear that gas prices should not fuel any political fire. So now that it is, we can definitely say that they are politicizing it. Well, here's the problem, okay? 
when everything is being taken at home because of, well, COVID, I have to stay in, I'll have it shipped. Things are getting more expensive. If you notice, everything is just a little more expensive. Those things are being passed on to you. Plus, there's larger delays. And it has to do with a diesel fuel shortage. We have uh, 20 days uh, as of today of diesel fuel left. Three weeks. It's spreading across the United States. It's now also hit consumers. And it's spreading to the east. Mansfield Energy is requiring a 72-hour notice for deliveries to obtain freight and fuel because conditions are rapidly devolving. So here's Joe Biden saying, oh, I'm doing all these things. We're shipping oil over there, keeping prices low, helping Germany out. And at the very same time, we're, we're tapping the Strategic Petroleum Reserve and their sweet and sour crude. I didn't even know that, but there is. Okay. The firm told customers that it's telling them that they need a 72-hour notice for deliveries to obtain their freight and fuel. Wow. Fuel prices are running 30 cents to 80 cents higher no matter where you go. Diesel's well into the $5 range. Okay. Another uh, lie today. This was uh, a lie that came in just today. Joe Biden said gas was $5 when he took office. It was 280 At times, carriers are having to visit multiple terminals to find supply for fuel, which delays deliveries, strains local trucking capacities. Stations are now running out. They're seeing particularly acute challenges. Mansfield Energy is not communicating with anybody on this because it's a very competitive, you know, you buy fuel futures, right? You're not able to do that right now. U.S. Energy Information Administration showed that diesel stockpiles are at their lowest level for the month of October, going to records that started back in 2008. The United States had 25 days of supplies of October 14th, it's now down, it's now down 34.2 days from September's number. We were in our 60, 65. What do we do? They cranked it out. They shipped it out, right? They're buying an election. The low supply drew critical comments from White House officials in a recent interview with Bloomberg. The Economic Council, Brian Deese, who you heard lie about where energy prices are and the lies, lies, lies that we kicked off our show with, says supply is unacceptably low and all options are on the table to deal with it. Like what? The public are apoplectic when it comes to gas prices. Yes, it, it directly impacts the election, doesn't it? Diesel has incredible impacts to inflation in the form of freight costs and surcharges, and now delays. It's not just what it costs, but how long it takes to get there based upon we're waiting for these diesel companies to go ahead and get their truck fueled. Between now and the end of November, if we don't build inventories, one expert says, the wolf will be at the door and it will look like a big, ugly wolf if it's a cold winter in this country. And all signs are pointing to exactly that. Information provided by AAA, diesel reached a record high of 581 per gallon in June. We are looking at those numbers again, despite the fact that he's bragging that we're at below 380 right now. There's a real threat. Something in the energy chain will go parabolic, and I think generally the worry is that something goes parabolic is diesel and heating oil. In fact, heating oil is up 27% year over year. Who do you put that on? You put that on your state government? No, I don't think so. Do you put that on the president? Absolutely. Like This is a real problem. And we're playing politics during this time, and we're on the brink of nuclear war, as I told you yesterday. And 
you know, China and Russia are talking on the phone. Oh, yeah, folks. Just in case you, you, you weren't quite aware, China says Defense Minister Wei Fengi held a recent telephone call with his Russian counterpart, Sergei Shogu, to exchange views on international regional issues of mutual concern. You know what we have to tap into for wartime fuel? That is the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. We don't have any. We're not prepared to go to war. Speaking of a monthly briefing, Defense Ministry spokesperson Tan Kafai gave no further details and did not say when the call occurred exactly, but China has tacitly bashed Ru Russia and its aggression against Ukraine, accusing the U.S. and NATO of provoking the conflict and refusing to refer to it as an invasion and deference to Moscow. G has just been uh, termed in for another third term, another third five years. Putin's been back there since the uh, mid-aughts. Just weeks before Russia's February invasion, Chinese President Xi Jinping issued a joint statement with Russian President Vladimir Putin saying their countries had a no-limits friendship. How are we prepared to go to war on two fronts with a weak president who doesn't even know his head from his you-know-what? While we're draining our resources, this is how much trouble we are in this country. We have a lot more to get to in our second hour. The first two questions that I've laid out for you here this afternoon is your quick uh, takeaway, which you can find directly at rockoftalk.news. Change the pricing, by the way. We've lowered it uh, by a couple of bucks. It's uh, five bucks a month, 50 bucks a year, or 16 cents a day for 1600 right here in Nikiva. You just go to rockoftalk.news. The poll question for today, how connected do you feel to people? How close do you feel to people emotionally? Very connected and fairly connected is what you feel. That is good. Rockoftalk.news for that. Our first question, does Joe even know that he's lying? Is it pathological? Uh, he's being used. There's no question about it. Okay. He doesn't know that he's lying. He makes it up as he goes along because people are sitting there glad handing him and he's reading teleprompters. And then when he goes off script, it's another embarrassing gaffe and another opportunity for our enemies, both Russia in China to go ahead and start licking their chops, getting excited for how they're going to take over Taiwan and how they're just going to pummel Ukraine. In the moment, as I told you in yesterday's third hour, Ukraine decides to go, and they've already decided they're going to fast track into NATO. We're going straight into World War III. During a time where costs are unbearable, where business is uncertain, the 10K uh, sheets for corporate earnings, they're all full of lies, just like our president. Is coming in to try and get this liar in chief here in the state of New Mexico reelected. It's going to work against her. How desperate must she be, by the way? How desperate do you have to, how angry, how emotional do you have to be to literally call every single person in this country to try and save the state after they paid you $27 billion and 28 people revolved in, in, in these uh, revolving door of your cabinetry in your administration, Michelle Lujan Grisham, and you have to call everybody else in to save your butt. That's how bad it is for you. Will oil prices ever get below 70 bucks again? The answer is clearly no. Reuters is there. It tells you exactly why that is going to happen. Back after a quick break here in the Kiva. Hour two just for you. Up next. Live 24 hours a day, Monday through Saturday. The Rock of Talk, AM 1600 KIVA, Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Americans expect to spend more money on Christmas gifts this year. 
Those surveyed in a new poll from Gallup anticipate they'll shell out $932. The predicted increase comes despite record high inflation that has driven up the cost of everyday items. It's the fourth anniversary of the deadliest anti-Semitic attack in U.S. history. It happened in Pittsburgh, and President Biden is praising the community for coming together following the tragedy in which an alleged white supremacist killed 11 worshipers at a synagogue in 2018. New news is out regarding the gross domestic product. America's gross domestic product increased 0.6% after two quarters of decline, but key components continue to show an economic downturn. The third quarter figures were skewed by international trade components, which often exhibit big swings from one period to the next. Michael Gapin, chief U.S. economist for Bank of America, says it won't take much further slowing from here to tip the economy into a recession. End quote. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. Mortgage rates are increasing yet again. Freddie Mac says the 30-year rate went up to 7.08% this week. That's more than double what it was this time last year. It comes as the Fed Reserve has been hiking interest rates in a bid to fight soaring inflation this year. Another interest rate hike is expected next week. President Biden spent part of his Thursday commending a Micron technology plant in upstate New York for its plan to build a new computer chip fabrication plant. Speaking in Syracuse, Biden saying it's one of the most significant investments the country has ever seen. Biden now at his Delaware home. This is USA Radio News. Government.com. The 1920-1938 Buffalo Nickel, a true American classic and one of the most iconic coins in history. It's been more than 80 years since the last Buffalo Nickel coin was struck. But now, for a limited time only, full one-pound bags of original U.S. government-struck Buffalo Nickels are being released to the public. That's right. You can own a full pound of 1920-1938 classic American Buffalo Nickel coins, all in very good collector condition, with fully visible dates and mint marks, guaranteed. Call 1-800-895-7267 now to secure a full pound of collector's-grade U.S. Buffalo Nickels struck during the Roaring Twenties and the Great Depression. Plus, receive a bonus American Collector's Pack valued at over $10, free with every order. Call now, 1-800-895-7267 to secure your full pound bag of Buffalo Nickels before they're gone. 1-800-895-7267. That's 1-800-895-7267. Cyber Director Chris Ingalls and Deputy National Security Advisor for Cyber and Emergency Technology and Newberger appeared at a Center for Strategic and International Studies event to discuss U.S. cybersecurity. Newberger says a key challenge is to prioritize the many threats the country faces. It's not correct to treat everybody and everything the same because there's a spectrum of risk and we need to ensure that the security requirements match the risk in that area. A second railroad union on Wednesday voted against a tentative labor agreement negotiated in part by the Biden administration. It's an effort to avoid a nationwide rail strike in November that would endanger the national supply chain. Wisconsin Republican Congressman Brian Stile speaks about a possible strike on Fox Business. This is the Biden administration further demonstrating their incompetence and kicking the can down the road past the midterms. Past the midterms, we're facing the headwinds of a potential rail strike. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre says the administration is urging negotiations to avoid a shutdown 
which could halt around 40% of the United States' long-distance trade. Week 8 of the NFL season kicks off Thursday night with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the Baltimore Ravens. Kickoff set for just after 8.15 p.m. on Amazon Prime. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Hi, I'm Wayne Alarouche. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top 10 most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. All right, into the 5 o'clock hour we go, and I'm going to see if we can put things together weather-wise. It's partly cloudy sky and 46 degrees, but with a 25-mile-per-hour wind, it feels like 37. It is chilly outside. All right, from the Taco Tote uh, Traffic Center, we notice still very slow. The uh, Kirtland Air Force Base laps traffic from Eubank northbound under 10 miles an hour, Buena Vista to I-40. PDL uh, westbound, Paseo is going to be under 35 miles an hour. Crowded but accident-free between I-25 and 2nd Street. At uh, I-25 southbound, still very slow now. It's getting heavier all the way back to San Antonio and staying tight to Comanche, the northbound side of I-25. That's still kind of tight as you make your way Gibson on through that construction zone at Lead. And don't forget construction, Wyoming southbound, Montgomery, the right two lanes are closed out to La Mirada. Don't forget, Taco Tote Caters is a great idea for the Mecca for Christmas. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. I'm AM 600 KIV82.FM. Rockoftalk.com. Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV podcasting. Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Get your Audible on as well. Download the apps at rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com, and our brand new rockoftalk.news, where you've got all the show notes for you subscribers. Five bucks a month, 50 bucks a year, and 16 cents a day. Pretty easy to go ahead and uh, join the program. You get all the notes, all the links, whatever you want to send out. It's uh, all right there, and you get them ahead of schedule, too. So it's kind of nice for you guys to follow along with that. We covered a lot uh, to kick things off on this uh, 300th day of 2022, 65 days to 2023. A little cold, only a high of 52 today, by the way. Uh, So there you go. Uh, Congratulations to Amy Kumi Bear. She is now in there for a good solid two years. So a happy anniversary uh, to her. And uh, that's exciting. Also, back on this day in 2004, the Red Sox, they finally broke the curse uh, of 1918. Even the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, the World Series begins a new tomorrow for another edition, the Houston Astros. And I did check it. It's the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, they are going to go at it uh, beginning tomorrow at uh, 6 p.m. And I remember that game four. It was a complete sweep and uh, some little highlights that you can grab right there. Uh, to kick things off, uh, we talked about Joe Biden, who's coming in next Thursday. I don't know where. Don't ask me the details. I don't have any of that information just yet. But you can be sure we'll be on it. We'll give you the locations. I think there's going to be a tremendous amount of security. And obviously, you want to treat the office of the presidency with the utmost respect. So, uh, you know, if you could protest and put signs or do whatever it is that you're going to do, but, you know, keep it within reason. Okay, let's let's do that. Let's let's not give them a reason to make us look bad. 
Uh, we answered, does Joe even know that he's lying? And will oil prices ever get below 70 bucks again? I just want to wrap it up because the article that I posted uh, from Reuters at rockoftalk.news is talking about the world's biggest oil traders saying back in June that they see oil prices staying above 70 bucks a barrel with demand expected to return to pre-pandemic levels the second half of 2022. Okay, that didn't happen. You saw the summer, a lack of demand, prices dropped, people didn't travel as much. You see the airline tickets, it's absolutely ridiculous that what's happening right now. It's it's unbelievably expensive. Um, all that stuff is baked in now in those numbers. And here's why that $70 number, that threshold is so important. Because unless, unless oil prices come sub 70, the strategic petroleum reserve, I think it's 67 bucks is what Joe Biden, lying Joe Biden said, right? It doesn't get, he's not going to replenish. He's not going to replenish until it's $67 or below. And at that rate, as I told you yesterday, it's, it's kind of incredible. Just to kind of go back to that so we can revisit a good article in yesterday's um, American Thinker. And I gave you guys, you know, more or less the formula of how they're going to arrive at that point. And it's much worse than you think. Oh, all that uh, good stuff yesterday from Betterman. Boy, he is really taking it, uh, isn't he? Let me uh, uh, go to the destroying the strategic petroleum reserves. Here's the barrels, okay? Refilling the reserve will be a political decision. The cost of refilling the reserve again, okay? Now, this is how oil prices have gotten politicized. Assuming oil purchases in the 67 to 72 per barrel price range will be between 26 and 27 billion. That's what New Mexico received during the COVID pandemic. According to the Wall Street Journal, the price of crude would go as high as $120 a barrel. At that price, the refilling reserve would be a whopping $47 billion. Okay, here's the rate at which it fills. This is kind of, kind of crazy. Even if the administration does commence refill, the process will take years to refill. Okay, we might be going to war. That's where the military gets their fuel from. The highest fill rate the SPR has achieved is 292,000 barrels per day. We're talking about millions of barrels, millions, right? For every week that passes, you get about 2.4, 2.5 roughly, right? That you're going to be able to go ahead and crank out. That isn't good enough. Factor that over a year, you'll be lucky to replace 100 million barrels. Lucky, lucky to get there, Okay. It will take over three years to refill the reserve to capacity back to where it was. And it assumes perfect execution and no supplier logistical glitches. You can count on those. So that's why this is so incredibly important as well as crime and the economy. 550-5500. Let me read off a couple of your texts from the first hour. And then we're going to jump into uh, crime a little bit because they're using hotel rooms, folks. They're giving homeless people vouchers. Where did the homeless people go during the balloon fiesta? Well, quite likely many of them were given vouchers if they didn't get to go to one of the area places that took them in. Eddie, can't guarantee Biden won't see my FJB flag. There you go, Daniel. Get it out. Whatever you got to do. Eric, why doesn't anybody ask those idiots in the White House when I don't open the Keystone Pipeline and take DOL from Canada that would be like 3 million barrels a day? In fact, that's what the fill rate. It was kind of amazing. It was unbelievable. It's like drinking through a fire hose. <laughs> um, yeah. Progressive Playbook. Someone sent me the progressiveplaybook.org uh, uh, is the website you want to go to. I don't have time to look at that, but it talks about care economy, cancel student debt, climate, COVID-19, 
and uh, drug war, freedom to vote, gun violence prevention, housing, and immigration. Okay, so those are their issues that we're running. Uh, Joe Monahan, uh, if you haven't read Joe Monahan, uh, visit his website. This would be one of the days to, that it would be pleasant to read him. He is all sorts of panic. His whole entire blog today was a regurgitation of my show from yesterday. He grabbed all my points and then he threw them up against Joe Monahan, and you can see what he did with it. And he can't even, he can't call the dogs off. With 12 days to get Mark Ronchetti elected, and now you got leaning Republican, right, Joe? I'm glad uh, you, you're paying attention to that. Leaning Republican, and even quoted uh, Larry Sabato's crystal ball. Say, I got my eye on you, Joe. Got our, got my eyes on two Joes right there, okay? Be a good day to visit Joe Monahan's blog. All right, so let's kick it off there. Let's talk about crime. Crime, crime all the time, as it should be. Darren Bass running for mayor. Uh, she's been in the city council. She's been around Los Angeles since 2004. She's running for mayor of Los Angeles. The rent is too damn high, party. Don't you know? <laughs> Remember that guy? Yeah. Uh, come on. You've had two decades to solve this problem. And now you want to be mayor of the city of Los Angeles. Even CNN, which is now kind of scooting over to the center as quickly as they can without telling you that they're scooting to the center, is looking sort of incredulously at the people who are serving these blue cities. Yeah, it was 57,000 to 71,000. How do you increase homeless people by nearly 15,000 of what we can count? Oh, and you have a depression. That's right. We're already in a recession. And you have a depression. Come on, Democrats. You got to get this right. You got to understand what's coming. Now, we know that you're going to try and blame us for all of what ails you and ails this country, but it's not going to work because our country is teetering on the brink of total disaster on every front. And that's why the Republicans got to start the healing in 12 days. Life is short, and if we spend our time suffering with pain and it takes away our joy, that's not a very good way to live. He's right. It's hard to be happy when you're in constant pain. QC Kinetics patient Chad admits the chronic pain in his knee really robbed his quality of life. When I was going to the traditional doctor and getting the pain pills, my smile wasn't as big as it usually is. Going to my high school reunion on crutches, it was awful. But then Chad visited QC Kinetics. He experienced the real power behind natural regenerative treatments. Using healing properties from his own body, QC Kinetics was able to restore and repair damaged tissue, finally giving Chad lasting relief with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. And I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. Learn how advanced regenerative medicine can help your body heal itself at QC Kinetics. Call now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 505-226-8688. That's 505-226-8688. 505-226-8688. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. 
Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast, reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the high. You need a fix without the crack. Call Rogers. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. Staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local firearms, ammo, and accessories up by the shop in Riverside Plaza, Encores, North of Montano. Or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. All right, as we head outdoors, we're going to put things together, starting with the weather. 46 chilly degrees, a wind of about 25, makes it feel like 37 degrees and partly cloudy skies. Coming away from Curlin Air Force Base, still kind of tidy. Fang northbound is under 10 miles an hour between Buena Vista and I-40. For some reason... Central has really gotten sour as you make your way eastbound towards the mountains from San Pedro all the way past Louisiana. Not sure if there was an accident there or not, but it is a very slow path. Just know about that. If you're westbound on I-40, under 35 miles an hour now from 6th Street out to Rio Grande Boulevard. And Paso uh, del Norte, westbound under 35 miles an hour from uh, I-25 to just beyond the river. As far as I drive into the West Valley, into the uh, South Valley, rather, westbound on Rio Bravo, not too terribly bad right now. A little slowing right there around Broadway. We're at the El Taco Tote Traffic Center, and now it's back to the Rock and Rock. I'm at you here in the Kiva. It's a Duran Duran hour. Happy birthday to Simon LeBond. That's right, uh, folks. I believe he's 64 as well. So Duran Duran, all hour here for all of you guys. Tune in and uh, listen in to just how old we all are. Uh, along with uh, that great band. So, uh, okay, let's get back to Los Angeles because what's over in Los Angeles will inevitably come here, or is it already here? Under Tim Keller, it certainly is, and we'll talk about why here momentarily. But let's let Karen uh, make some more excuses. Did you hear that? Surpluses, surpluses in blue states. Why? Joe Biden. Red states have to make their own revenue, have to bring more businesses in, and the states are dependent upon the federal government. They have to do the wishes, right, of, of course, the federal government, which includes also bringing in their policies. That's how they get that type of money, folks. $100 billion. Oh, they're living at the hotels. Motel, hotel, Holiday Inn. Yeah, that's where the homeless people are going. And it happens here in the city of Albuquerque as well. In fact, I posted the article from the Albuquerque Journal, which said, hey, uh, you know, we may not want 10 cities. Uh, Eddie Ergon's running for mayor. We have all these types of things and 10 cities are bad. And me and Diane Gibson, the same idea. Centralize them, put them all in one place, find that one place, 30 to 45 days, pick them up, transfer them out, find their, their, their place where they actually want to be because nearly 55% of them are from out of town, right? The, uh, the homeless people that are out on the streets. We went from 2,000 to 5,000 homeless people under Tim Keller. We have to do something about it. Uh, putting them in hotels isn't the right solution. Look at every turn, the liberal, all turning on their own. Finally, 
This is what happens when you keep up the pressure on a daily basis. You can't even believe it. Oh, you think that we don't want the solutions? That's all we had. Liberals talking about these solutions for years and years. I mean, how long have the Democrats been in? Yeah, we should call them the, the demo hypocrites, right, at this point. That's who they are. They haven't been trying to solve this. They've just been sort of attacked. And then, and then comes in the NIMBY crowd. Not in my backyard. Oh, we don't want them around the university. We don't want them people around the, uh, the professor uh, ghetto that's up here by the university. We don't want them here. They're going to have to go someplace else. It just sounds desperate. All of it, right? Okay, so let's go back to their ploy of what they actually have been doing. They have been taking a lot of heat in the Los Angeles City Council. Karen Bass is all part of it. She can't take it anymore. They're getting uh, hit also by the New York Times. A massive number of homeless people in New York City. So should cities be housing the homeless in hotels? Well, just this year alone, folks, just this year alone, this uh, from Just the News, okay, for those of you who saw it uh, right there at rockoftalk.tv, protesters disrupted city council meeting on the homeless ban by chanting and shouting in the council chamber. Hey, treat our homeless people better. You got to give them more. Well, where else are they going to go? They got no jobs, nothing that they're doing. Of course, they're just going to go ahead. They didn't say what type of protesters they were. Just on people who are just going to go ahead and keep pitching their ideas. Protesters forced the meeting into recess because they're attacking because they want more for free. Los Angeles City Council has been trying to do the right thing, but they also want to get voted back in, right? 11 to 3 to ban public homeless encampments within 500 feet of schools. Why do we want homeless encampments near schools? Los Angeles City Council did the right thing. They're trying to do the right thing. But the people in Los Angeles don't want that because they're too woke. Daycares, anything that is considered a school uh, anywhere where young children are. The council had to call a 20-minute recess. They said this is going to be channel our time and money and energy into moving people around instead of moving people inside. So Forbes did an article on this. In Los Angeles, an initiative was presented to city council in July that called for the city's hotels to report their vacancies to the city's housing authority, the city of Los Angeles housing authority, under the LA Responsible Hotel Ordinance, homeless people could then receive a voucher, funding source not yet defined, could not find it, that would pay a hotel, quote unquote, a fair market rate for the room. The unhoused individual could then move into the hotel for the night next to paying guests without any sort of screening whatsoever. Can you imagine a hotel trying, hey, we're gonna go ahead and roll out a brand new hotel here. It, that would decimate the third largest industry in the state of New Mexico, which is tourism. They couldn't get it passed, so they went to a petition. They got 126,000 signatures. Local hotel union workers tried to do everything they could to stop it. Their concern was that new hotels do not contribute to the city's lack of affordable housing, burden the city's social services, or result in undue transportation and traffic impacts. This is government overreach trying to force these hotels to do these very types of things. The ordinance read, new and already existing hotels were required, like the lodger's tax. Now if you have a hotel, it's, hey, we're going to go move into Jim Long's uh, Class A you know, hotel. We're, how about some homeless vouchers for Hotel Chaco? Stupid will be required to adhere to responsible business practices, including making guest rooms available to unhoused Los Angelinos on a non-discriminatory basis and be subject to city oversight. Wow. Talk about decimating an entire industry. So let's go back, uh, shall we, and sort of examine 
some of the things that have been proposed here because homelessness is a real problem, no doubt about it. This is the Albuquerque Journal. I believe that this is dated November 15th, 2020. Hotel conversion to homeless affordable housing shows promise. Folks, this, this doesn't work in any way, shape, or form. We, we know that. There's no way that it could work. Having a hard time uh, pulling up the, the rest of it, but I'll just kind of make the synopsis of, of the entire article. They're trying to advocate for the very thing that they used in Los Angeles and in California here in the city of Albuquerque in the state of New Mexico. It won't work. What does it? What, what does it do? And all you have to do is look at the stats. Look at the number of murders. Look at the number of rapes. Look at the number of robberies. Look at the number of assaults that are happening within proximity to all these hotels and the hotel areas. One of the places, Hotel Circle. Why is that area off of Eubank so fraught with so much crime? Why are there so many calls to that particular area? Why is the area near Tramway and Central fraught with so much crime? Why are there so many calls to that particular area? Why is the area over here by the airport fraught with so much crime? Why are there so many calls to the area? All you have to look is where the calls are at and then look at where this type of thing is being administered and nobody is covering it. In fact, they're paid to look away. The journalists are. 4713, the Albuquerque Journal, don't know, don't pay attention to the pattern here, but it's easy to recognize the pattern when we were able to actually track the 911 calls. I'd pick up the phone call, Murder Mike, Murder Mike would say, okay, well, yeah, it's gonna be that area, that area, or that area, it's three areas. And then the war zone are people who are just clearly down and out at that time. And all you have to do is look up at the shuttered businesses that are in that area. And the only businesses that seemingly are open are tattoo shops. I'm not even kidding. Mexican restaurants and Chinese restaurants. That is all. That isn't racist. That is a fact. You know how bad it is in those areas? They've even closed all the drugstores because they cannot deal with the level of robbery and theft in those particular areas. It is a bad idea, top to bottom. It cannot happen any longer. Right over here across the street from the Waffle House, the Ramada Inn, they'd recently had a shooting over there, okay? Over here at the Super 8 that was, that, that was here. I, I talked at length about how the Super 8 was, why are, there so, why are there no cars but all the rooms are full? You know where also, also this uh, idea of converting the hotels to temporary voucher-fueled homeless? From 122-unit Santa Fe Suites Hotel behind the Albertson supermarket. That's how Santa Fe helped this along. Back after a quick break here in the Kiva, we'll check on weather and traffic with Rudy Grande, and we'll wrap this topic up when we return. It's made Albuquerque famous, Breaking Bad and the Candy Lady, a national landmark and an old town anchor for almost 40 years. Right here at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com, a tribute to Breaking Bad and a spectacular taste sensation that you'll never find anywhere else. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. 
It's not what you make, it's what you keep. What's your plan for the financial future you want? Call Tom Crow at Crow Financial Advisors to change your approach to money. Dial 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Are you in set it and forget it mode with your investments? How's that working for you? Let's have a look. I'm Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors, and I'll give you a few ideas. Visit crowaboutmoney.com or call me at 243-2281. Pet Food Gone Wild in Rio Rancho, pampering your pets with a full self-serve dog wash. Pet Food Gone Wild, two stations for one to three dogs at a time. Cats, too. Oh, and ask for the grooming club card. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild, providing natural food and supplements for healthy pets. Pet Food Gone Wild rewards card makes every visit easy. Pet Food Gone Wild. Tap to call at pets.theplaceilike.com. You and your pets will love this month's offer at pets.theplaceilike.com. Suns up. Start your state fair day at Sunny Side Up with Buenos Rancheros, Mexican omelet, breakfast burrito. Sunny Side Up, 50% off mobile coupon at sunny.theplaceilike.com. Sunny Side Up, Manolo, Louisiana, next to the Sheraton. We love our pets. Raw Greens carry CBD for pets. Raw Greens also carries CBD for people like you and me. Come into Raw Greens today. We're Raw Greens, your local joint on San Mateo, north of Minal, or visit us online at cbd.theplaceilike.com. Delicioso. Tacotote, open flame, grilled select meats. Come into Tacotote on Central, four blocks west of San Mateo. Enjoy your favorite salsas and let us know which are your favorite ones. Directions at hugetacos.com. BMC Tactical, your premier source of hard-to-get ammo, always well-stocked. BMC Tactical, also well-stocked with a large inventory of handguns and sporting rifles, new and used. Choose from BMC Tactical's large stock of knives. Shop bmctactical.com or call BMC Tactical, 877-5357. BMC Tactical's owner, Walter, assures a well-stocked shop with a knowledgeable, helpful staff. Call Jeff or Mel at BMC Tactical, 877-5357. All right, time to head outside, and uh, we're going to put things together starting with the weather. Partly cloudy skies, that's true. 46 degrees out there right now, and the wind's about 25 miles an hour. All right, uh, things are moving a little bit better right now. I-25, at least southbound, you're going to find uh, things, and it is slow, I know, uh, from Jefferson out to Comanche. Northbound side of I-25, that's not bad at all now that you leave uh, Gibson all the way up towards the I-40. Now it's getting into the South Valley and it's going to be really tight. If you use Avenida Cesar Chavez, that's going to be really slow. Broadway all the way to Isleta, so budget in a little extra time there. And getting to the west side on I-40, westbound, under 35 miles an hour from 6th Street to Rio Grande Boulevard. And Paseo del Norte, while that's been slow all afternoon, looks like things do improve once you get beyond 2nd Street, closer to the river. From the Taco Tote Traffic Center, I'm Rudy Grande, and now it's back to the Rock of Talk. I'm Rudy Grande, and I'm coming in next uh, Thursday. We'll wait for all of that to come our way so we understand where, where, and how. I'm sure uh, the news person probably won't afford a problem there. They want to always give everybody the opportunity, and everybody's going to be screened, and they'll be paged and sad, and for a last-minute push for a commercial, real life, the show is on Christian to put us four, through four more years to be nightmares. This is how you got to turn out. It looks really good. The Calgary numbers that came out put Ronchetti up a point, the uh, leaning right, which I know that Mark Ronchetti and his team have uh, helped uh, really, I think, get the 
to that point where you had his leading uh, the Texas freshman district by a couple of points. Boy, that game lost. What a liar, man. I mean, the guy is literally in the pick. They proved uh, in the video, and he's literally saying this on the police. You have to go ahead and pull funding from the police. Uh, so now he's running a commercial saying that he's for the police. Get rid of that guy quickly as possible. Part of the Los Angeles City Council. I told you about the Los Angeles City Council and how all of that went and um, converting those hotels. And I want to wrap things up on that uh, journal article now that I have the, uh, a better handle on it from the standpoint of we know where the money came from. They got $2 million from the CARES Act funding. Okay? Santa Fe will always use other people's money. Right? They got to use other people's money to go ahead and get it done. And remember, you know, we reported on a report that was coming from, I believe, the Santa Fe New Mexican how Mexican, how all these homeless people were showing up in a particular area and the businesses were fed up. The NIMBY crowd came out in force. Well, I can't run my business. There's homeless people everywhere. So they advocated for a 122-unit Santa Fe Suites Hotel behind Albertson's Supermarket. Bad for Albertson's, bad for the hotel. St. Francis and ZF, anybody knows where that's at. 42 of the hotel's 320 square foot units. And this is from the journal's editorial board. This is a recommendation. This is their urging, their suggestion to, this is why you don't follow editorial boards. Okay? They're always very politicized. Which have kitchenettes with refrigerators and microwaves. Now that's certainly preferable than spending nearly a thousand bucks a square foot for the little tiny houses that Tim Keller built up in his international district. He used to live right there would be set aside for working people who've lost income during COVID-19 outbreak. Uh, this is a lot more than that. As you heard in Los Angeles, a homeless problem had already existed. Another 40 set aside for low-income folks who can't afford to pay rent in Santa Fe. Monthly rents, blah, 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 expected in the $700 range. Santa Fe will be partnering with a national nonprofit called Community Solutions, and it's Built for Zero campaign. Community Solutions, based in New York, seems to know what it's doing. According to the report and their suggestion, it has achieved success. In other cities, and July was named one of the six finalists for the Esteem MacArthur Foundation. Oh, that promises real and measurable progress. A notable part for it is that it measures results not by achieving vague or subjective goal, but on based on keeping track of actual homeless people. Now, to the credit of all this, I have stated that by and large, Santa Fe has solved, they have solved their homeless problem, okay? But it's not that big. 259 households homeless, okay? According to a better estimate, they said it was about 400. Two million from CARES, do the math, temporary, gets cold, they come down here, they can ride an easy free rail runner right down here. Oh, we we'll go to Albuquerque, we can do whatever we want. There's more drugs down there, there's not as many drugs up here. Well, they've solved their problem because, you know, we're their relief, and then, here in Albuquerque, Tim Keller's trucking them to Roswell, whatever he possibly can, and the rest, you know, continue to be here, and we have a growing homeless problem. And I'm not insensitive to homelessness. Again, my grandmother was schizophrenic. She was homeless on the streets uh, of Albuquerque. She had a very difficult time. She went to the state mental hospital. I mean, had all these things. So I'm very sensitive to this. But you can't impact businesses. It's not something that you can do. You can't decide to go ahead and house them next to your third largest industry, which is tourism, and absolutely decimate these people. And you can't force through a city ordinance that you could force them to comply that we have to report our vacancies for the night to the city of Albuquerque, in addition to our lodgers tax and everything else that's going on. Like, this does not work. How did Santa Fe solve it? It was pretty simple. 
they did exactly what I was advocating when I was running for mayor, which is centralize the homeless in a tent city where they have 30 to 45 days to go ahead and crank them out and redirect them with resourced and staffed to the point where they can actually do something with their life. Plus, they have a lot more jobs up in Santa Fe on a per capita basis. That's right, folks. A lot of people work for cash up there because it is a cash society up in Santa Fe, New Mexico. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. So really to uh, wrap up the question, should cities be housing the homeless in hotels? The answer is no. The answer is absolutely no. And if you do look at hotel rates here in the city of Albuquerque, actually pretty cheap, but it's seasonal and it depends when. And not a whole lot of people are looking to travel to Albuquerque, Albuquerque like they once were. And I think that that is um, all pretty uh, right on. Just got gas at Smith City. Gas was 372 mid-grade. I guess they're going to lower the gas prices considerably right before election. That doesn't seem low to me. I haven't checked the latest uh, gas prices on AAA, but uh, we'll take a look very quickly as we look at the gas prices, the state gas prices and their averages. And gasprices.aaa.com is where you go. 376 is the national average. Currently in New Mexico, three bucks 60. We are like right in the middle right now. Uh, It goes as high as $5.64 in California and as low as $3.32. Wow, they have it nice in Florida. $3.32 in Florida, 317 in Georgia. That isn't playing into the equation. Uh, $3.26 in Mississippi. And 319, that's got to be lowest in the country in uh, Texas, which, you know, the secession or uh, seceding uh, conversation is actually starting to heat up. I was reading an article on that a little bit earlier. All right, let's kick it off into our next question, 550-5500. If you want to just join the conversation very quickly, call you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. You're referring to me? Uh, You are in. Go ahead. You have two minutes, sir. Go ahead, Dictionary Dave. All Make right. it quick. Make it snappy. Have a have a point. Let's go. All yep. right. All that homelessness crap and all that and giving these people free housing. Mm-hmm. When I was in a bind for 16 years, there was nothing available. Okay. And the interesting thing was I was clean. I had a job. I was working as a professional. Okay. And the state of California offered absolutely zero. Okay. They were giving anything away to the illegal aliens. And that was back in the 90s through the zeros and into the teens. Okay. And these people are in, oh, I don't want to do this because I don't want to give up drugs. It's like, do you realize what you were giving up? If you clean your dumb ass up and you get yourself a job, you can actually say goodbye to that piece of your history. Why they don't want to do it? Beats the pants well, we don't have opportunities. Uh, you know, we don't have uh, very many jobs. And the, the jobs that people want to work, uh, by and large, aren't enough going to go ahead and make ends meet. And uh, all the state jobs are taken. She's not running $1,000 or 1,000-person job fairs uh, any longer uh, either. So I think, you know, all that being said, uh, Dave, I think it's a little bit different. We don't have the private sector jobs. We don't have the uh, labor participation rate uh, because... There aren't enough private sector employers uh, who are out there. Restaurants are totally, you know, dismantled and, and things like that. I'm, I'm glad that you made your own way, as most people should have to make their own way. We shouldn't be dependent upon the government. Um, but, you know, we've got a lot of government services, uh, EBT cards, Section 8 housing. I mean, there's so many ways of qualifying. But again, when we're dealing with people who are out on the street, we're not dealing with normal people. We're dealing with people who are mental substance abuse issues, 
and uh, people with violent past who are unable to be hired. So, you know, you're sort of compounding the problem. And I think you're sort of mixing the ideas and those two really don't mix. It's not like they want to, or they can't even put successive days together. That's a difficult thing uh, to do, as you know. So I, th I don't know that it's good to just get down on them and say, well, they don't want a job. I don't think it's that. They are married to their addictions. They're married to their mental illness. They can't move away from that. So I don't think you can just kind of throw it all in together. So I would disagree with your point on that in terms of getting down on, on them, uh, but they do need to go ahead and work hard enough so that they can get the help that they need and find something that they're loved, that they're driven and find purpose in their life. And I would probably just sort of leave it right there. 550-5500, good call there, Dave. I appreciate that. Um, our next question, and it's a dumb one, are open borders directly leading to more drugs? And that's part of the problem that fuels a lot of the homelessness uh, that is there. And I'm going to tell you why uh, fentanyl isn't something that is, you know, and this is a Republican talking point that we all use. Oh, because the borders are open, the fentanyl abuse. It's not just that. You actually have to look at the data. It's now an industry. And there are people who are here who are preying upon those people. And those people are bringing something so that they can cross the border by and large. But uh, we have to talk about the, you know, <laughs> the Heisenbergs, the, the guys that are out there making money, turning the industry and exploiting these people are out there. And, and, and they love the fact that we continue to advocate that it's people from across the border who are the only ones that are doing it. Back in three, you and me in the Kiva. Eesh, ants and termites everywhere. iBugGuyOrganic.com. A residential and commercial exterminator everyone trusts. iBugGuyOrganic.com. 505-850-6550. Hi, this is Clint, proud owner of Clint G. Bridges Mortgage, serving New Mexico. For nearly 30 years, with purchase loans, refinance loans, and also specializing in reverse mortgage loans. I will consider it a privilege to work for you. Many satisfied customers. If I open your loan, I will close your loan. Call 889-3545 for more info and to schedule a meeting. Clint G. Bridges Mortgage, 889-3545, NMLS number 174012. Clint G. Bridges Mortgage, 889 3545. Straight Line Painting, a family-owned business providing their services for over 10 years. Now, whether you need a home or business painted, garage epoxy floor, or even a complete restucco, Straight Line Painting are the experts. Owners Efren and Josh are always available and oversee every project from estimate to final walkthrough. Call 505-655-0973 for a free estimate and visit straightlinepaintingabq.com to see their great reviews. Be cautious and still have fun. Come down to Slate Street Billiards and enjoy their 19 gold crown pool tables. Nine projection screens and 13 TVs. Don't forget about the 30 beers on tap. Darts and shuffleboard. Visit SlateStreetBilliards.com. And queue up the good times. Ready for some fun? Get down to Slate Street Billiards for their award-winning wings, soups, nachos, burgers, and appetizer menu. Plus the best happy hour around with 30 beers on tap. Near Southern and Unser in Rio Rancho. Or visit SlateStreetBilliards.com. And queue up the good times. What I would tell people is that you don't have to be in pain anymore. Meet Dr. Justin Garzone, medical director at QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in using advanced regenerative medicine to give people lasting relief from chronic joint pain. What's exciting is that I get to see patients with our treatments actually get better. Have you discovered regenerative medicine? It's an all-natural way to use the power of your own body to restore and repair damaged tissue. We're using things that are already in your body, and we're simply 
carefully concentrating them and then put it in an area of your body that you're having the pain so that your body can start the regenerative process, the healing process. For pain in your knees, hips, back, shoulders, don't assume the old treatments are the only treatments. Avoid drugs and surgery and get lasting relief. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 505-226-8688. That's 505-226-8688. 505-226-8688. Eesh, ants and termites everywhere. iBugGuyOrganic.com A residential and commercial exterminator everyone trusts. iBugGuyOrganic.com 505-850-6550 All right, as we head outdoors, uh, it does feel cold, doesn't it? 46 degrees, but with a 25-mile-an-hour wind, it makes it feel like 37. And uh, partly cloudy skies. All right, at the Taco Torte Traffic Center, we noticed that uh, everything very slow still. Pacific del Norte, I'm sorry, Paseo del Norte, westbound under 35 miles an hour, I-25 out to the river. Westbound on I-40, about the same, under 35 miles an hour from 6th Street to Rio Grande Boulevard. And crossing right now on the Montano Bridge, not a lot of fun. It's going to be pretty slow all the way from Rio Grande Boulevard all the way up to Coors Road. All right, as far as uh, getting into the South Valley, still very slow. Avenida Cesar Chavez, it's running really tight from Broadway up and over the bridge all the way out to his letter this afternoon. Hey, listen to the holidays coming up. Nothing, nothing better than Mexican food at Christmas. And Taco Tote caters. Get a hold of them at HugeTacos.com. Let's step back into the Rock and Talk. I bet you here in the Kiva, Duran Duran, thank you for the birthday, of course, Simone Lavon, uh, cool name, right? Uh, I remember just loving that band so much. And not only that, um, I remember listening to that song on a little tiny red radio that I had, and I screwed around with it. I had that in a little, uh, I just remembered, it was a tiny little transistor radio that was uh, pretty cool. Got a, a call waiting, I'll get to you just in a second. Or ma'am. Don't call anybody ma'am. Call me ma'am. Here's a political ad from next door. Take a listen, Mark Kelly. Oh, whoa, whoa. Hey, calm down, Simon. I know you want to, you're going to have to go uh, softly into the uh, good night. Let's see if we can uh, bring this up. But uh, take a, oh, no, not going to, not going to play. Listen. Oh, wow. That's quite, that's quite the ad, right? Isn't that cool? Like, they can play as like that in Arizona. Mark Kelly's going to lose. He is absolutely going to lose. 550-5500. Call here in the Kiva. Go ahead. All right. I can finish my point. Nearly every business down here is got a uh, help wanted sign. Hey, Dave, I'm pretty cool, right? Yeah. I've got a show to do. I, I got yeah. to the point where I was at a good point. So can I just keep moving yeah. on with my show? I know you want to do a show, but... Uh, you've got 12, yeah, you've got tw- you've got 20 seconds, sir. I, I'm really not a caller-driven show, but that's why I reserve that for the third hour. So, can we make it quick, please? Real quick. There's a whole lot of opportunity out there. There's an open door that says "Help Wanted." All these people have to do, and they even provide flexible schedules as well, okay. so these people can get themselves from where they don't want to be to where they could be and work towards a better life. Did you did you miss the point where we talked about the number of people with mental illness and drug addictions? Would you hire anybody with a mental illness or a drug addiction? 
Like, I don't think you, like, you know, pounding that point home that these people are just lazy and they don't want to work. I mean, they can't even get up in the morning. And I think, it, you, I think you be, I think you need to understand that a little more. Like this does fall on the city of Albuquerque. We have mental illness everywhere. In fact, I would say a majority of our city seems to be in some form shape or fashion to be mentally ill. So just because someone puts a, a help wanted sign that that's out front doesn't mean that that's going to be soaked up. I agree. People need to put the, pull themselves up by their bootstraps. But these are people that need to find some sort of direction. And I'm not saying a handout, but they need to hand up and very quickly and they've got to execute and they got to realize that their backs are up against the wall. And someone's got to walk out there and say the chances of them ever getting off the street are zero. They're absolutely zero. And if you don't level with these people and understand that, hey, you know what? Someone cares about them and they care about you. And you have two to three weeks together to kind of work it out. A, a job isn't going to do it, man. It, it's just not going to do it. Okay. The jobs are for the, all the other people who don't want to work out there and want to go ahead and get. And they're sitting in a house waiting to get paid and they can make more money off the government. Most of these people aren't making money off the government. They're going from one handout to the next and they're and the handout that they're looking for this is why you don't give them cash is they're looking for this is why they got rid of the miniatures that was never going to work that's just going to make them buy more liquor it's going to buy them uh, make them buy more alcohol and now that we've uh, basically have this blase attitude towards uh, pot what do you think what do you think happened to denver if you've been up to denver and you see the massive number of homeless people it's because of their attitude that they had towards pot and they had to do something to clean that type of thing up so I, your solution i get it that is not it that solution will never solve it you have to motivate these people in 30 to 45 days and you got to find another place for them to go okay and so that they can find purpose in their life there's no other way about it and i don't want to argue with you about it but, but please I, I do reserve the third hour for the phone calls. Let's leave it there, Dave. Okay. Thanks. I appreciate it. 550 500. That's 550 500. I got to, I got to get through the show. A lot of people listening, their times of the essence were, we're on a campaign. We got 12, we've got 12 days to get this done. Okay. 12 days crime, you know, homelessness, drug addiction, you know, violence. And we're not going to get into the second amendment stuff because folks, you guys need your guns. You got to protect yourself. There's no doubt about it. All right. Our poll question for the day in general, how connected do you feel to people by connected? I mean, how close do you feel to people mostly? I think that's right in the center. Most of these homeless people have been abandoned, left for bad, and a lot of it's driven by their very bad behavior, right? Becoming pathological liars or some sort of uh, personality disorder that they've had that they've never been able to sort of adhere. And then a lack of economic uh, opportunity eventually kind of gets them and then they end up out on the street, okay? But you have to understand there has to be a slight bit of a compassion. You just can't say, well, there's jobs available. You can't do that. That's not the way that it works. Just because it works for you, because you're a good functioning human being, these other people, okay, they don't have that. So they need, their, their, they need a, quick, a quick turnaround, and you need to tell them that they're going to die on the streets. The chances of them, them are getting murdered are probably 10 times of what you are out murdered on the street. Probably 100 times, to be quite honest. 550, 5500. Uh, Eddie, yes. Uh, it seems apparent that they are putting homeless close to businesses to hurt them. Yes, it does seem that way. You know what they're actually doing? I think that's 100% correct. I don't think they're doing it to hurt them. They're, they know that the small businesses are staffed in resources and they're going to do what they can because most people who own businesses, they're very generous people, okay? And they don't want to see other people hurting. Meet a business owner. A business owner is a communitarian, absolutely. There's somebody who's invested in the community. They decided to go ahead and open up their doors and do something for the community. They always want to give back and help, okay? 
They see everything that happens to them. Generally, they believe in in God, right? People who own businesses, they have direction in their life. They have purpose. Absolutely. And the government knows, hey, we're not going to pick up the tab. We'll just put it right over there. And the businesses are going to go over there and take care of them. Just like MLG hurt all the small businesses the last two years, Eddie, all the Democratic cities are doing their best to destroy their cities and state. That's exactly what the Democrats are doing. There's no doubt about it. We went through the stats, red cities versus blue cities. This is why you see this red wave politically taking uh, place across the country, because it's all been demonstrated to you for the last two and a half, uh, three years, and we have all learned it. They have taught us and told us who they are, okay? Not with what they're saying. They're belying what they're saying, but by what they are doing. Agenda 2030, I think you know about that, but don't know if you believe it. I absolutely do, Diane. I absolutely do. Uh, Judy and Rio Rancho, she's a great listener. Hey, Eddie, 313 at Sam's today. Good job. There you go. Get your Sam's Club card. Uh, I'm, I'm good with that. I'm going to send you an article via mail. In fact, if you look at a map, and do a Google search for it and look at the uh, Walmart uh, uh, states. States in which Walmart is the largest employer are Trump states. Yes, and be proud of that. Not only that, not only Trump states, but they're economically growing states. That's right. They're states that have economic growth. Kind of funny how that that works. Uh, putting the homeless in hotels is a great idea until one of the crackheads burns the building down to the ground. Absolutely. Yeah, because you know what? They become these like little huts and places where people will start building more. Oh, yeah, we're homeless over here. Why don't you come over here? And then they all let each other in for either sex or drugs or alcohol or for some other dependency that they have to create in the short term that's going to be a bridge for them to get to the next day, the week, the month. That's the way that it works, okay? They're always looking for the next thing. They're living lives of quiet desperation all the time. Uh, Eddie just got gas at Smith's, 372 mid-grade. I think I read this one. Uh, Why doesn't anybody? Okay, yeah, I think I did. Okay. Howdy, Eddie. There are lots of job openings at ABB. Most starting at $15 an hour. Can somebody tell me what ABB is? Is that, is that a trucking company that's uh, stacking boxes and stuff like that? That's a great job. I mean, if you're, you're filling, you know, the backs of uh, packaging and redistribution centers, I mean, 100 bucks a day, that goes a long way. Crank a little music, you do some chores, and, you know, by the end of the week, you got $500. You can, I can live on $500 a week, no problem. Um, that's a lot of money. <laughs> $15 an hour. I don't know what, what do you keep of that? What, 12, 12, 50 after social security taxes and everything? Maybe, maybe that, but um, there you go. 550, 5,500. Got an exciting uh, third hour prepared for all of you. We're going to go into two of our questions since we only got the first three in the first two hours. And uh, I do all this. This is vertically integrated. Of course, we got our history. It was a good Duran Duran hour number two, folks. But uh, do open borders directly lead to more drugs? We're going to address that. We're also going to be talking about how do you, Diane, push back against Agenda 2030. Live 24 hours a day, Monday through Saturday. The Rock of Talk, AM 1600 KIVA, Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. Officials are warning about soaring heating costs. The Department of Energy expects heating bills to go up about 28% this season as inflation rises. Axios reports people in states like Connecticut, New York, Pennsylvania, and Maine should expect caps on heating oil purchases as supplies dwindle. 
NSC Coordinator for Strategic Communications, John Kirby, is again responding to Russian President Vladimir Putin's threats to once again block grain exports from Ukraine. Kirby saying the agreement to allow grain exports is crucial for fighting global hunger. If you just look at, uh, at how it's been, been going, it's been successful. I mean, it's already now responsible for moving almost 9 million metric tons of grain out of Ukraine. And the majority of that grain is going to the countries around the world that, that need it most. Pasta company Barilla is facing a class action lawsuit over its claims the pasta was made in Italy when it's actually made in Iowa and New York. The company uses logos with Italian flag coloring and the slogan, Italy's number one brand of pasta. It's been months since the Uvalde school shooting, which left 19 children and two teachers dead. And parents and families are calling for consequences for the slow police response. Texas State Democratic Senator Roland Gutierrez says the public has a right to more information on the case. So if nobody's going to be indicted, then what are we doing here? Then you're holding information that these people want to see. They don't want to see their dead kids. They don't want to see any of that. They want to know who failed. And who failed was every law enforcement agency at the scene and even the Bortec team. This is USA Radio News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right. Free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ziprecruiter.com slash free. That's ziprecruiter.com slash free. Ziprecruiter.com slash free. The record-breaking surge of illegal immigration at the southwest border is a man-made crisis. So says Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz. Cruz saying it was caused by Joe Biden and the Democrats and says if Republicans win the majority in the midterm elections, they will start impeaching Biden administration officials. Uh, I believe the first person who should be impeached is Alejandro Mayorkas, the Secretary of Homeland Security, because the chaos at our southern border, there it is utter and blatant lawlessness. And four and a half million people have crossed illegally under Joe Biden. It is a disaster. I spend a lot of time at our southern border. The Justice Department is looking into the PGA Tour and its main competitor. The Justice Department's antitrust branch is investigating professional golf and includes the Augusta National Golf Club, the United States Golf Association, and the PGA Tour. At player the PGA's bylaws as they pertain to players participating in the Saudi startup Live Tournament and other non-PGA Tour events. The Department of Justice and PGA have all declined comment to numerous media outlets. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. Officials are investigating another set of human remains found in Lake Mead. A diver found a bone last week, and more bones were found the following day. The National Park Service doesn't suspect foul play. 
For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top 10 most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. All right, into the 6 o'clock hour we go, and outside we go as well. Putting things together, starting with the weather, we see the partly cloudy skies. We clearly are feeling cold temperatures. It's 45 degrees, but with a 25-mile-an-hour wind, that puts it down to about 37. Is that That's what it feels like. All right, let's see if we can get across the river bridges. First of all, Montano, the westbound trip, that's going to be stop and go from the river to Coors Boulevard. Alameda stop and go westbound from 4th Street into Corrales around Loretta's where you start to get speeds back. And uh, the PDL Paso del Norte westbound under 35 miles an hour. It's an injury crash taking up a couple of lanes and a lot of time all the way back to Paseo del Norte. And looks like things have cleared up a little bit there on uh, Avenida Cesar Chavez into the South Valley. Don't forget, Taco Tote Caters, you want to use them this holiday. Have a great afternoon. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Uh, interestingly enough, Tiger Woods on this day pleaded guilty to reckless driving, resolving charges from an arrest in which he was found passed out in a car, charged with DUI uh, because of prescription drugs, marijuana in his system. He had five different things. He had Xanax and, and THC in his system uh, as well. Uh, so, you know, it was, it was a tough, tough run for him, but hopefully he'll get back to Form at least one more time, right? To press Nicholas. Uh, I don't know that people are paying attention to the PGA anymore. No Tubby Gay and, uh, you know, Tiger Woods, I guess some of the best of friends, but not a good time for the PGA. Uh, Live Golf, having an unbelievable year. I actually subscribe to something called uh, uh, Denzen, uh, which is on your Roku device. 20, 20 bucks a month, and I get to watch all the Live, Live Golf when I'm ready to watch it at any time. And I got to say, I really do in, enjoy it. And it's nice to see golfers in shorts instead of uh, pants. Uh, 
for a change uh, as well. Okay, let's kick it off. Uh, Tucker Carlson, of course, on right now. You could, of course, delay that and listen to this or delay delay me and listen directly to Tucker Carlson. He is, uh, he is the best, folks. There's no doubt about it. But here it is. Uh, there are only two borders since we're talking about immigration and what's happening in this country is right now you have a, a net gain of 1.8 million illegal immigrants. And that is not good. We're talking about homeless people, crime, homeless people, crime, illegal immigrants. Anybody who has to commit a crime for the purposes of satisfying one of their eight basic needs, whether that's shelter or putting food in their mouth or whatever they need, they will commit that crime. If it becomes between them and you and what they need to satisfy and one of their basic needs, it will happen. And what happened when we are not resourced enough to take care of these things, and you see that happening at the hospital, you heard that Mark Kelly ad. That's a, that's a scary ad right there, right? Yeah, we'll just hand it out. Yeah, you have access to everything that we want, and we'll pay you to be here. Why? Because you'll vote for Democrats. That's essentially the ask, isn't it? I mean, that, that's really re- what it is. New census numbers indicate that 1.8 million immigrants have settled in the U.S. since President Biden has taken office. We've grown by 2 million illegal immigrants. A surge in the ratio of foreign-born to native-born residents, according to a new report. Center for Immigration Studies says there are now 47.9 million immigrants, legal and illegal, now inside the United States. 14.6% of the total population. This sets a record for the largest share of immigrants by the middle of next year. That will cross the previous high of 14.8% as a proportion of the entire population around the turn of the 20th century. All told, 2.9 million more immigrants now live in the United States than did in 2021. 3 million more immigrants than when Biden took office overall. Population larger than the size of 12 states, including West Virginia, Hawaii, New Hampshire, and Maine, according to Stephen Camarota. New data reflects the ongoing crisis of the border created by the Biden administration policies that are encouraging so many illegal immigrants to come into the country. So Tucker addresses this, but in a little bit of a different way, all of the issues are sort of coming together, right? We've got some security issues. We've got nuclear issues. We've got um, uh, resource issues. We've got all these things, and they're all coming together at one at one time, right? right here at the end of October. And that's exactly right. I think he nailed it. There's no doubt about it. So we're going to talk about that. It should be an issue, but it's not a hot button issue that we're going to hit. So we can sort of take the time based upon where we're at in the polls, where Mark Ronchetti's at in the polls. It's not something that he's talked about. The very first thing that Michelle did and Michelle Lujan Grisham did. Here's what I think of Donald Trump's border wall running through the wall. And then, of course, on top of that, you had her moving 128 agents away from the border to go ahead and keep remember all these farmers were going through all sorts of things some uh minutemen type thing uh went down to the border to try to secure the border and and you saw what happened to them they got made examples of and we were off to the races with uh, michelle lujan grisham's administration of four years of complete and total terror of private uh, of citizens who own private land farms you know everything was completely and totally overrun and those people were using fentanyl to get across or bringing whatever drugs they were using to kind of pay their way. Will you like to carry $5,000 worth of that and you pay me $5,000 because the, the going rate for a coyote is somewhere between eight dollars to $12,000? We know all of these things. I think they, we actually came up with an actual number at some point of $11,000. But I'm also going to tell you how that industry has already been built 
And it's not just the legals anymore. Cato Institute actually pulled off some information on this. And it is now an industry in this country because it's been there unchecked. We allowed it in. It has taken over. And that fentanyl is happening everywhere throughout the country. However, purveyors of that aren't necessarily legal immigrants themselves. People have figured out a way to do the reverse technology to industrialize their drug creation centers in every state here in this country. Back after a quick break here in the key, we'll pick it up there with drug seizure statistics when we return. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. You trusted your home or business security to the local company with an armed response. They sold out, and now you got selected. Now your security is on the brink of being bought out by a national corporate giant. I'm Aaron Jones, owner of International Protective Service, IPS. IPS isn't for sale. I'm invested here and care about your home and business security like it's my own. Let the highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols of IPS protect what's yours. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you're just in a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 
she plays that uh, violin like a rock concert. She's uh, pretty incredible. So I've been familiar with her for a time. And uh, she's done a lot of classical, just uh, solo renditions uh, as well. But uh, someone uh, probably was always sitting first chair, if anybody knows what that is. Uh, there you go. Okay, so I do have one other thing I'm going to share since we're talking about um, drug overdoses. And maybe one of the most famous drug overdoses of all time. And, you know, drugs drugs have have, have have consequences, obviously, you know, on families and friends and loved ones. And, and, and this is a movie that I'm going to watch, uh, on this day back in, uh, 1954, Marilyn Monroe's divorce from Joe DiMaggio was finalized 10 months after marriage. Now, um, also on this day in 1962, eight years later, Cuban missile crisis, a U-2 reconnaissance aircraft was shot down while flying over Cuba, killing pilot, U.S. Air Force Major Rudolph Anderson. You want to click on that link that'll tell you all how Rudolph Anderson, there's a, in Greenville, South Carolina, there's all sorts of monuments to him and what he's done. There's like a 13 statue monument. He's an amazing guy, but he basically, um, with him flying his recon 72,000 feet over Cuba, was able to discern, you know, what was happening there in, in Cuba. And, you know, long story short, uh, in all that, you know, it, it, there's this sort of, symmetry or i don't know this 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 connectivity if you will between all the events happening at certain times and you know we of course know about john f kennedy those tapes or the materials or whatever they're going to disseminate five million pages of uh, of information on december 15th of this year we're finally going to find that out and uh we're going to see what happens in the uh, assassination of jfk november 22nd uh of 63 and here we are this much later and we still don't know but we also don't know the mystery of one Marilyn Monroe the unheard tapes and I'll get to the drug seizure statistics uh, in a second but just take a listen to, to this and if you're watching on rockoftalk.tv uh, it's a bit mesmerizing some actual audio tape on the unheard tapes and the mystery of Marilyn Monroe mystery of Marilyn Monroe, the unheard tapes, and uh, ultimately it was determined, at least at the time, that uh, she died of an overdose. According to a brief investigation, LAPD concluded that her death was caused by a self-administered overdose of sedatives, barbiturates, and that the mode of death is probable suicide. Uh, so Norma Jean Mortensen died Los Angeles, uh, born in Los Angeles on June 1st, 26. And uh, we all want to know, right? August 4th, 62, just a couple of months before the Cuban Missile Crisis all at this time. And it's something I want to look into because I want to, you know, understand more about, you know, how these drugs all get here. And now, now, now we start to think of fentanyl and it's the most addictive drug, 50 times more powerful uh, than heroin being manufactured uh, now here in the United States. And uh, this is all based upon demand. This stuff isn't going to come in. So I want to address this first from, I believe there should be a wall. Okay. I love what they're doing in Arizona. I love what they're doing in Texas. I hate what has happened to the state of New Mexico. It is the port of entry for all bad things coming up that highway, up the 25 by way of Deming and all these places. So they can go ahead and push this stuff through. This is why we have this problem. Isn't it obvious to everyone? This isn't this obvious why we need, I mean, after all, you have a governor who dances with drug lords of the city of Albuquerque at parties, hangs out with them. So CBP, U.S. Customs and Border Protection, put up drug seizure statistics. And I gave you that we are up three, nearly 3 million 
since Joe Biden has become president of the United States. These are as of December 21. Seizures dashboard includes seizures of all drug types. And I go through every one of these. This is, uh, you know, government statistics that you look at all the things that they are, are, are um, seizing, okay? Fiscal year 2022, okay? This is uh, according to um, 14,700, I believe, pounds. Let's see. Quantities, 14,700. The previous year in 21 has been 11,200. Now, when you look at Cato and fentanyl is where everyone's getting the overdose. In fact, I'm going to read a text right now from one of the guys. Mark, he says, my beautiful sister-in-law passed with a fentanyl OD two days later. My friend's 19-year-old son died of a fentanyl OD. I also had two tenants that lived in one of my rental houses. They died together in bed of a fentanyl OD. Their three young children found them the next day. I hate that crap. It's killing our nation. I can't leave the house anymore without seeing someone smoking a foil. So fentanyl is everywhere. But here are the facts. And this is something that we don't need to politicize because now the war is on two fronts. It's been here. There's a demand. We know that people are selling it. We don't have a um, burglary unit. We don't have a commercial burglary unit. We don't have a residential burglary unit. We don't have, um, we didn't have a gang unit. I think we have one person in the gang unit, the Albuquerque Police Department. There is no protections here. Your children are not protected. Nearly 30% of any children that are at the Albuquerque Public Schools in some way, shape, or form are on some type of drug, okay? Norma Jean didn't have a father, you know, that she, if she was at APS, she'd be starting right now. And the gateway would ultimately lead in a fentanyl overdose. The worst drug that's out there. So let's just talk about fentanyl for a second. And it, it may be more logical, non-politicized, and, and I get it. People are using it for their campaigns. You know, I'm, I'm running a JD Vance in Ohio, you know, and that's fine. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't suffer that at all. I think he's got a real beef with that. And I think that's real, but you, you have to understand that it's not just the illegal aliens. It's now an industry here and the stats don't belie that. Fentanyl overdoses caused tens of thousands of preventable deaths last year. Politicians who want to end us asylum law claim that immigrants crossing the border legally are responsible. Right? I don't want any illegal immigrants. I want them to all do it the right way, right? We want walls. An Ipsos poll last week found that 39% of Americans and 60% of Republicans believe most of the fentanyl entering the U.S. is smuggled by unauthorized migrants crossing the border illegally. A more accurate summary is that fentanyl is overwhelmingly smuggled by United States citizens almost entirely for U.S. citizen consumers. Fentanyl smuggling is funded by U.S. consumers who pay for illicit opioids, 99% who are U.S. citizens. In 2021, U.S. citizens were 86.3% of the convicted fentanyl drug traffickers. We can't overlook them. You can't say, oh, you know, Joe's a pretty good guy. He's probably dealing fentanyl. He has all these weird guys around him. Ten times greater than convictions of illegal immigrants for the same offense. 90% of fentanyl seizures occur at legal crossing points or interior vehicle checkpoints. 
not on illegal migration routes. So U.S. citizens who are subject to less scrutiny when crossing illegally are the best smugglers. Now, back to the drug seizure statistics, you also notice something that's really interesting is there's less people being arrested. That's how it's getting through the border. But at the very same time, for everyone that gets across the border, you have another seven that are getting traded here. The location of smuggling makes sense because hard drugs at points of entry are 97% less likely to be stopped. So they're not doing it there. 0.02% of the people arrested by Border Patrol for crossing illegally possess fentanyl whatsoever. A limited number of people. The government exacerbated the problem by banning legal crossing the border traffic of 20 and 21, accelerating the switch to fentanyl, the easiest to conceal drug. So incredibly small. During the travel restrictions, fentanyl seizures at ports quadrupled from fiscal year 2019 to 2021 with Joe Biden. Fentanyl went from the third of the combined heroin to fentanyl, fentanyl seizures to over 90%. And finally, annual deaths from fentanyl doubled from 2019 to 2022, 2021 after the government banned most travel and asylum. Back after a quick break, we'll pick it up there when we return. In most cases, recovery of your stolen vehicle is not the reunion you had hoped it would be. It may have been trashed, torched, contaminated by toxic chemicals and more, or used to commit additional crimes. Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device prevents theft in the first place. 505-550-4994. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness. Do you know what your building is worth? Would you like to get a free cost analysis within 24 hours? We can help. Call my direct line now at 256 256- one two five five or visit waltarnold.com don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself i'm keith cope with vigilantfirearms.com we provide calm safe and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes vigilantfirearms.com 312-0065 312-0065 indigo mortgage is proud to have served veterans with honesty and integrity for the last 20 years and in these last 20 years, veterans have trusted Indigo Mortgage for purchases or refinances, utilizing their VA home loan benefits. Indigo Mortgage is known in the veteran community to offer some of the lowest rates and fees in New Mexico. Veterans refer veterans, and we take that very serious, as they are trusting us to make sure their fellow vets get the best rates and fees on the market. Veterans know they can trust Indigo Mortgage, and we set ourselves apart from the big national lenders who are interested in profits rather than serving our veterans. And if you're a veteran looking for any kind of home loan, make sure to shop your mortgage around and be sure to shop your trusted local mortgage company, Indigo Mortgage, serving veterans for the last 20 years. Reach us on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. NMLS 2319.62 and 188-348. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household service, assistance, and support. 4900, that's 505-796-4900. This is Eddie Aragon for Axiom Home Services. Axiom Home Services specializes in refrigerated air conditioning conversions. Time to ditch the swamp cooler and convert to cool, refreshing, refrigerated air. Did you know Axiom Home Services is one of the highest rated AC companies in Albuquerque with over 40 years experience and provides a five-year parts and labor warranty on any new refrigerated air conditioning installation? Axiom Home Services maintains 4.9 stars on Google Review and check out what our customers say about Axiom. Call 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. 
Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. 34 here in the Eva is uh, the final sign of the Bond song. Hey, how come you didn't play Ordinary World? That was their uh, most popular song. That was uh, their last hit. I missed 54. So um, let me get back to the drug seizure statistics so I don't gum this up for you. Okay. And I want you to know when you have 3 million people that have been added and then you've decided to go ahead and, and, and I'll show you how Biden is contributing to the drugs, okay? The drug growth in this country and these terrible things that have happened to my good friend and his family, my beautiful sister-in-law passed with a fentanyl OD. Two days later, my friend's 19-year-old son did as well. Also had two tenants that lived in one of my rental houses. They died together in a bed of fentanyl OD. Their three young children found them and the next day. I hate that crap, it's killing our nation. Can't leave the house anymore without seeing someone smoking a foil. Okay. So let's talk about this. On the seizures, if you look at 2020, this was in March of 2020, Donald Trump had seized 146,000 pounds of drugs. Okay. Then the borders were sealed, COVID, no traffic, nothing. April went down to 54,000. That 146,000 pounds of drugs that was seized at that time was a record, was a record month. And you go back and you look overall and you say, okay, 2020, and this is all pretty high. A lot of seizures, Border Patrol working overtime. In fact, those last three months of the year, July, August, September, October, I mean, all well above 80 and 90%, okay? You go and you look at, 2022, there are no seizures. 41,000 in September last month. August, 60,000. July, like, like you have three times as many people who are coming through. So the disconnect is pretty evident. It's, it's pretty even for every, like the highest this year was 82,000 at the beginning of the year. That's half of what Donald Trump was seizing. And, and it hasn't stopped. The demand has actually increased, right? More deaths, reflective of more people being addicted. And having that going to 2021, okay, you had uh, no real big months except for a 93,000 pound month that was seized in June of 2021. And you go back to, let's see here, I'll look at the other one, 2019. Every single month while Donald Trump was president, pretty, pretty amazing, including 127,000 pound month and a 97,000 pound month, okay? All significantly higher than Joe Biden. Border Patrol is not working overtime anymore. They're too worried about racism or, you know, not being xenophobic or, hey, you know, we're, we're taking a different approach. We're using more radar and technology. Well, I hate to tell you this, but here we go. This is bad. Fentanyl is smuggled through legal ports of entry, not illegal entry routes. 
the DEA reports that criminal organizations exploit the main arterial highway routes for transportation, and the most common method employed involves smuggling drugs through U.S. ports of entry in passenger vehicles with concealed compartments or commingled with legitimate goods on tractor trailers. Now, how do you get a dog to go ahead and sniff for this stuff? <laughs> a lot of dead dogs, right? Several agencies, including CBP, ICE, and DHS, told Congress in May of 2022 the same thing. Hard drugs come through ports of entry. Some people posit that less fentanyl is interdicted between ports of entry because it's more difficult to detect. But the opposite is true. Fentanyl is smuggled through official crossing points because it is the easiest drug to conceal. You can put it on any legal travel, any legal good. Customs and Border Protection estimates that it caught only 2% of cocaine at Southwest land ports in 2020, which was the only drug it analyzed. We didn't even look at fentanyl. You probably have 90 to 95% of all fentanyl being smuggled getting through main points of entry. The effective rate of illegal crossers was 83% in 21. That means that drugs coming at any port of entry are about 97% less likely to be interdicted than a person coming between ports of entry and a massive incentive to smuggle through ports would remain even if Border Patrol was far less effective at stopping people crossing illegally than it now estimates that it is. Here are the numbers. They closed the ports. It increased fentanyl smuggling. That's the only thing that led them to do more illegal smuggling, right? So what do we have? Fentanyl smuggling became more prevalent after legal travel was banned. That's the only time because you close the ports, we're worried about COVID, everything else, right? Heroin and fentanyl seizures at Southwest Ports of Entries in March. There's the number, Donald Trump. Back in 2019, same thing at the end of December, in December of 2019, October 2018 through July 21st. And you go to these numbers and you look at this, and you're like, my gosh, look at fentanyl. When was the spike? Oh, it was when all the ports were shut down. They forced them to go that route. Now under Joe Biden, the ports are open. You have no fentanyl seizures because everyone's smuggling it in and it's impossible to detect. The reliance on fentanyl has increased fentanyl deaths. It appears that the border closures rapidly accelerated the transition from heroin to fentanyl, leading to tens of thousands of additional deaths, according to Cato, per year. The 2021 data undercounts the true number of deaths because not all locations have actually reported. Banning asylum under Title 42 had no effect on the trends. It has nothing to do with it. Can't really be used as a talking point. What's worse is maybe it gets you elected because you're able to peddle and push that stuff that all the fentanyl deaths are happening for a particular reason because of illegal immigrants, but it's not true. You would still be seeing, and Republicans, this is important for you to know because the Democrats will not acknowledge this. We have to go through stricter standards to get into this country. In fact, the only way to stop, to stop fentanyl is to stop anybody from coming in and out of the border. That's right. And in fact, you probably have to check international travel now because much of this could be, I don't know, put in various charts. That's how prevalent it is. And it's also being manufactured in the United States. Well, you don't actually have to manufacture it in China, right? In the, opio in the uh, opium poppy fields are, are basically decimated. 
that industry doesn't even exist in the way that it once did. Border enforcement will not stop fentanyl smuggling. Smuggling. Border Patrol's experience with marijuana smuggling may provide an even clearer evidence for this fact, right? We manufacture it here. It's now legal. We did all that. Well, same thing is going to happen with fentanyl. Your kids are likely going to have a thousand times chance that you do in being around this. And particularly during the Halloween season, as we all know that there's various ways that they're packaging this. Packaging it as cereal, packaging it as candy, packaging it as even chocolate. Right, it was in a box of whoppers. Despite doubling border patrol and building border fences in the 2000s, part to combat the trade, the only thing that actually reduced marijuana smuggling was U.S. states legalizing it. So, what do they move to? They move to fentanyl. And who do they? Who smuggles it? Is it the legal aliens? No, it is U.S. citizens who are looking to make money. Five fifty fifty five hundred. That's five fifty fifty five hundred. All the notes are there. Rock of Talk dot news. Um, it's all there, folks. I don't know what else I can possibly say uh, other than we've got to be able to fight that and not just look at illegal aliens. That should stop anyway. But we also need to look at U.S. citizens who are coming from over the border and bringing it very likely with them. Where they're not, we got to figure out how much is being manufactured and where. So, some question: Do open borders directly lead to more drugs? Yeah, <laughs> the very open border that you would pass through. Everyone's bringing it through. Everyone is bringing it through. Tucker's right. We don't care about our borders. Fentanyl is smuggled by the U.S. for U.S., not just illegals. All right, when we return, we got to talk about the World Economic Forum. we got to talk about Green New Energy. I'm not going to get to all the Wire News briefs for today. They're all there for all of our readers. It's a lot of news that you uh, got to cover in a very, very short time. Navajo Nation planning to investigate missing tribal members here locally. Woman sues over ban on feeding homeless people in parks. That's in Bullhead City, uh, Arizona. At a Phoenix judge considers stopping Phoenix ballot drop box watchers. They are saying, oh, Hobbs is, is, is experiencing all sorts of threats against her life. She got robbed. They're doing everything. You have Carrie Lake, who's now in the lead by double digits, according to the latest polls. Man who filmed shooting response acquitted of obstruction. Uh, this was out of Boulder, Colorado. Interesting reading out of Pahrump. Nevada officials begin unprecedented hand count of the ballots across the country. Election day is November 8th. Legal challenges are already beginning in this election. Biden zeroes in on economic message as campaigns wind down. Oh, yeah, like here in New Mexico next Thursday. Inflation gas prices looming over the sports biz and concessions. Yee was kicked out of Skechers yesterday, last night. He was not invited. Uh, he was unwelcomed. And Weinstein's lawyer presses a woman over the absence of rape as evidence. Back to wrap the show, and we'll talk about the WF and Green New Energy. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. 
It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Do you worry about the next market crash devastating your retirement? What if you could secure your lifestyle with the highest guaranteed lifetime income and never worry again about running out of money? I'm Michael Trujillo, host of Your Money Matters, on Saturdays at 11.30 a.m. on The Rock of Talk. Visit safemoneyinfo.com. That's safemoneyinfo.com. Fill out the information to get your free retirement report and listen to us on Saturday at 11.30 a.m. Get the Venturi Advantage today. The Venturi Realty Group's maximum marketing system is ready to get you top dollar for your home sale, meaning the time to sell your home has never been better. When you choose Venturi Advantage, you'll meet with market experts who will work hard to get you the most. Their agents go above and beyond to market your home, attract buyers, and work diligently to highlight all of those hidden features you've come to love about your home. Don't miss out on this exciting time when Venturi Realty Group can help you maximize your home's value. They also offer a sell-as-is program as well as a guaranteed sold program. You're sure to find a Venturi program that suits your needs. Home sale? Venturi as you covered there as well. They can help you find the perfect new landing spot, not just in Albuquerque, but wherever you're headed. Unlock the true value of your home today with the top-rated number one team in New Mexico, Venturi Realty Group. Of course, an analysis of what your home could sell for in this market is always free. 505-448-8888. Get the Venturi Advantage today. That's 505-488-8888. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Most of you have heard this ad a lot. I'm Greg Zanetti, and I believe those consequences are here now. We've hit the tipping point. Debt, inflation, interest rates all up. It's not the end of the world, but it's time to adjust. Just hang in there. It always comes back. Isn't a strategy. If you're concerned about your retirement accounts, call me, Greg Zanetti, or my business partner, Walt Benson, at 505-250-3754. We have solutions to this. Again, 505-250-3754. God bless the USA. Lee Greenwood, he's 80 years old today. Just uh, songs in the American Songbook. Uh, there are 80 years. He used to in Red River. Uh, I think maybe he still does. I'm not really sure. 80 years old. Matt Drudge, uh, the only person who made Matt Drudge famous was uh, Rush Limbaugh. Oh, we miss Rush, don't we? Do we not miss Rush? His great show, all the things he did. He was absolutely amazing. Showed up every single day like clockwork, and he was there. Actor-singer Kelly Osbourne, uh, 38 years old uh, today. So there you go. So there's all the birthdays for today. Make sure you guys subscribe directly at rockoftalk.news. Five bucks a day, 50 bucks a year, or 16 cents for 1,600 uh, a day. So 16 cents a day, that's a pretty good deal overall. Drop the price and. Put it all in there. You've got all the videos and everything, and it's all vertically. You will learn a lot, trust me, uh, coming away. With all the links and everything, I painstakingly go through that uh, to make sure that you guys are educated top to bottom. Uh, You have a link to all of our apps, uh, everything that I put out every single day, um, really that make this the five-time recognized uh, Albuquerque Journal uh, Reader's Choice Show of the Year. So I appreciate the radio personality of the year. So that's good. I hope that you guys continue to uh, enjoy that. I'm about to sneeze, but you can't tell. I wonder if uh, Rush or anybody else had to sneeze while, yeah, while they're on air. <laughs> Excuse me. There we go. 
they had their cough button. I just have to, I have my off button. All right. How do you push back against Agenda 2030 and the WEF? That is the World Economic Forum. It's a, it's going to be the age-old question. What are you doing to do it? Um, I think it's important. I, I made a link directly to what the Great Reset is. There's an urgent need for global stakeholders to cooperate in simultaneously managing the direct consequences of COVID-19. See, they're using this crisis, folks. And that's exactly what they say. They say the opportunity. You want to be controlled? As we enter a unique window of opportunity, shape the recovery this initiative will offer insights to help inform all those determining the future of state global relations, the direction of national economies, the priority of societies, and the nature of business models and the management of the global commons. You know what they need in order for this to be successful for them? They need an extinction level event, an ELE. But what does that look like? Well, you all took the jab, about 60% of the world. They expect, expect an extinction level, a nuclear war. There's a place, I think it's called uh, Project A, uh, Nuclear uh, War Scenario. Yeah, it's Project A. And then you can kind of see what, what this whole thing is. And they show how a, uh, a simulating nuclear war, Princeton Science and Global Security did all this. And there, there's a video, and, and it's kind of scary. Um, in fact, I'll, it's called Plan A. I'll, I'll play it right now at rockertalk.tv. I'll include it tomorrow as well. But it's very quick on how this all, you know, goes down. Let's see if there's some, uh, I don't think there's any audio on this. Yeah, there's no audio. So this is what it looks like for those who are on you know, Rock of Talk TV. Let me, let me share this with you. Pretty scary. Extinction level event. As nuclear warning shots, simulation begins with a conventional conflict in hopes of halting U.S.-NATO advance. Russia launches a nuclear warning shot from a base near the city of Stalingrad. And there it goes. Like, listen to the eeriness. The Russian... There's the visuals. We ship to the ocean. It was the first one from Stalingrad. Warning shot, by the way, over Europe. Inside of what seemingly looks like we're along the border of Germany Poland. The other way. And this all happens very rapidly. The tactical plan is the nuclear threshold is crossed. Fighting escalates to a tactical nuclear war in Europe. Russia sends 300 nuclear warheads by aircraft by short range missiles to hit NATO bases and advancing troops. NATO responds with approximately 180 nuclear warheads. Casualties 2.6 million within the first hour. 2.6 million casualties. That's an extinction level event. And then Russia counters immediately with those 300 warheads that just did it. If you're in Rock Talk TV, you can see how this all sort of comes together. NATO, U.S. sends them at the same time. Birds cross each other in the air. They're all hit. They're all landing. And the U.S. NATO nukes have yet to land. There's the first 300. Then what gets fired from inside are countermeasures and it's all out nuclear war. Only in Europe, nothing in the southern hemisphere, all throughout Europe. That's where counterforce land. When Europe destroyed, NATO launches a strategic nuclear strike of six hundred warheads from US land and submarine based missiles aimed at Russian nuclear forces. Before losing its weapons system, Russia launches its own warning with twenty of the missiles launched. Casualties in there, three point four million. Now it expands, it broadens out. 
nuclear war is happening. The U.S. sends their warheads going across Asia. You would have thought North Korea would be hit first. But now it's going to hit all and all from the center, from the Midwest, from all the places. If you guys ever saw some of those, and they're all we hit them with many, many war warheads. All nations near St. Petersburg and Moscow, and then all the ones starting hitting the center as they try to take out our nuclear warheads and everything. Guess what place gets hit first? Every place in the Midwest. And they've already, they know all these places, right? It's pretty scary. When they hit the East Coast, New York, Washington, D.C., Florida, Jacksonville, Seattle, Denver, uh, Los Angeles, Phoenix, uh, Albuquerque, Los Angeles. The countervalue plant. The aim of inhibiting the other side's recovery, Russia and NATO each target each other's three most populated cities and economic centers, using five to ten warheads on each one. Immediate casualties, 85.3 million in the first 45 minutes. That's in the first 45 minutes, folks. Those are the first three salvos. That's how quickly this happens. And finally, this is all done by Princeton, by the way. It's Princeton Science. These are the scenarios. Nothing hitting Africa, nothing hitting South America, nothing hitting Mexico, nothing hitting Australia. Number of immediate casualties in the first hour, 91.5 million deaths they followed other long course actions significantly increased. Okay, so you heard it all, plan A. I'll include it in the notes tomorrow as uh, kind of uh, at the very bottom. It's one of the reasons why you want to subscribe. Uh, Rock of Talk, rockoftalk.news, rockoftalk.chat uh, right there. So, World Economic Forum. Why wouldn't they put a stop to this? Why aren't they looking for diplomacy? Why do the progressives jump on board with the rest of the Democrats on this? Okay, why do they say there's not going to be any diplomacy and all this? Why are they building up? Why is uh, the Ukraine fast-tracking their admission into NATO? Because they want something like this to happen. They're almost obsessed. Okay. Good article by Breitbart today. Michael Walsh on WEF. And great reset. Live in a box. Don't move. Be surveilled. Shut up. Eat bugs. How do they get that? Build as much fear as you possibly can. When it all breaks and you don't do what they want, this is what is ultimately going to happen. Okay? They are going to get what they want in their mind. Walsh recalled how the great reset operation was widely dismissed by leftists as a conspiracy theory, despite the WF regularly promoting its Malthusian vision on its website as its hosted discussion panels on its podcast titled The Great Reset. WF executives and membership share a vision of endlessly centralized control over humanity by increasingly tightening spheres of freedom around individuals. He stated they even wrote a book called COVID-19, The Great Reset. So now you see that the link that what we just sent for the last two years of the COVID hoax and the COVID fascist lockdowns and the abrogation of our civil rights. How do you take people's rights? You induce fear. You create war. Okay. How do you get to a new, um, different level? <laughs> I mean, folks, we're starting to, you know, Kamala Harris, these are the types of things that they're talking about right now, and this is all just a distraction. Electric this, electric that, there isn't going to be, they're wiping out the electric grids in, in Ukraine. They want you dependent upon this stuff so they can control your resources, when you can plug in your cars. When you, so once they finally have, once you didn't do what they wanted in COVID, they're going to get you to do what they wanted uh, through a nuclear war. That's how this happens you've been listening to the station for any prolonged period of time, you should know that this is all very real. There's nothing you can do about it. Okay. There's absolutely nothing. It's not something to worry about. You know, oh, September 24th, the end of the world. Well, let's go hang out in the backyard and uh, 
we'll go watch the birds come in and, you know, we'll, we'll go up to a, a million degrees. We'll disintegrate. There's nothing we can do about it. It's absolutely nothing. Hope you lived a good life. You know, hopefully uh, you made your bed and, you know, said your goodbyes and, uh, you know, have your spiritual life in order and you're all ready to go. I don't know anything that can sober you up more than that. I don't know. I don't know that anything can drive you to be more unsober than that at the very same time. It takes every part of me to just deal with the ridiculousness that has become this country, this state, this world, right? And to listen to a liar such as this, here's what she's talking about. All right, folks, we'll see you tomorrow, bright and early, 4 p.m. here in the Kiva. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out. We got uh, Bill O'Reilly up next. Uh, I'll be here if you're here tomorrow. But in the meantime, these are things that you can't worry about. Um, hug your kids, live your life, try to be happy. And understand that we have never been closer to nuclear war than we are right now. There's uh, a, a, a level of symmetry of the things that are happening uh, in this world. Folks. And on this day, the Cuban Missile Crisis, you do reconnaissance aircraft. Live 24 hours a day, Monday through Saturday. The Rock of Talk, AM 1600 KIVA.